broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. That's in bad taste, young man. That's terrible. David Lee Roth, the dork. Jose Feliciano's the genius. It's a cool mashup. It's a great mashup. <laughs> it is Christmas time. <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, that new hot gal that's working at the office. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm not supposed to say that at a office. <laughs> well, you just Some did, office. so you got to tell I, it now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you, JD? No, not a clue. Yeah, I there's have no this, idea. There's this gal that is uh, an assistant in the office. Super hot, Latin. It's a mashup. Probably a little Latin, a little German. I don't know. Have you seen her? No. What floor is she on? She goes on? and gets lunch, and she just she's so hot they hired her. No, okay, yeah, well, that down, makes down, sense. Downstairs, I've seen a few walk through, so she must have been one of those. What? One of the ones that walk through that I look at and go, "Hey, where do you belong?" But she didn't have a desk. <laughs> wherever she wants, right? Yeah, she sits wherever she wants. Well, her name's Lunchy. 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 L- Lunchy Pinocchi. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's a. That's I haven't met her that's yet. That's interesting. Lunchy Pinocchi. I've not met her. What? Why don't you meet her? I think it's time. Lunchy! Oh, she here? Lunchy, Pinochi! Come here, you hot little thing. Well, good morning. I didn't want you to talk to me, John. <laughs> you talk to me like a beautiful woman. And I am. You are a beautiful woman. I brought you your bagels. What? She brought me my bagels, bagels. in my, my coffee. <laughs> your bagels with your cream cheese. We just hired her as my assistant. We didn't know what to do with her. It was just, just like she's just so hot. Just make her my assistant. What's she gonna do? Just stuff. Just stuff. Lunchy Pinocchi. I know. The with a name thing, like Lunchy Pinocchi, how do you go wrong? The only thing I don't like about this job is that I don't get to spend more time with you. <laughs> oh. We have so much in common. We do. I like the bagels and cream cheese too. <laughs> Is there anything else? Yeah. I like to eat the bagels and cream cheese. Yeah. For breakfast. So does John. Only lunch. On dinner. Bagels for dinner. Really? Bagels for dinner? Makes me feel good inside. Can you cook anything? No. <laughs> 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 no, siento, por favor. Are you legal in America? No. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I am not illegal. You don't call people illegal. I'm seeking uh, the asylum. Seeking, seeking asylum. asylum, yes. Asylum. Where did the name Lunchy come from? My padre loved many things in life. He like uh, to drink the modesto. Okay. He loves the enchilada. Okay. He like the soccer ball. Okay. Mm. Not the American football. This is the soccer ball, and he loves to go to lunch. He loves to go to lunch. <laughs> and that's my name is for Lunchy. Oh. Lunchy Pinucci. It all makes sense. <laughs> well, you're beautiful. It's not perfecto. No. Look at me. What what job did you do before this? Don't I remind you of a delicious lunch? You, you do. Would you like to eat me? You've, well, I won't go there. Mm-hmm. What did you do before you came to GiveMeTheVin.com? I served lunch. Oh, you did? Okay. So. Yes. At the subway. At the I'm su- not a lot of people do 
Somebody said the subway, and no. this was not my job. No. This was volunteer work. Oh, uh, yeah. For him looking for your husband. Oh, oh, looking for husbands? Yes. Well, we have a lot of single guys that give me the van. I met many prospective husbands at, at the subway. Are you at work? Are you looking for a husband at work, Lunchy? This is a secret of mine. Don't tell any Juan. But My name yes, is John, not Juan. Yes, I am. You are looking for a husband at work. Yes. Okay. Let's you put out you, everyone. We are so excited to have you here at the company. Yeah, HR did not take your application, and I fired the HR lady over it when I saw you. Wow. I'm Dude. looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> Apparently. We met her at the Christmas party last oh, week. Oh, I knew it's here. Yes, Lunchy Benoche was at the Christmas party, at the Gimme the Vin Christmas party, and and it was it was amazing. And she got up on stage and danced to this, and I just said, you've got to come work for us. I know, it, was the easiest, it was the easiest interview I've ever had. Do what? It was the easiest interview I've ever had. Easiest interview. Two hands, man. <laughs> it was it was the easiest interview I've ever had too. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Very nice. Can't wait to see you around yeah. the office. <laughs> God, some decisions. Right. Lunchy Pinocchi with a name like that, I was like, that's that's just too good to pass up. It's so us. Yeah, it is. So, Bob, speaking of the company Christmas party last week, yeah, you had a hell of a meeting with um, one of our accounting ladies' mother. <laughs> oh, wasn't she fun? She was so fun. She, she made so my blast. day. She really was. It Probably made, my favorite Christmas party in the last couple of years. Well, I, I, I don't think it was everybody else's favorite Christmas party. I think it was yours. <laughs> what do you mean? Because you just had more going on. Well, you had, this lady had 20 pounds of boob. And easily, yeah. and two pounds of nip. Okay, and no bra, <laughs> and a skin tight shirt, and she loved you. A skin tight like wool shirt, <laughs> right? Like these weren't sweater sweater puppies; these were sweater pit bulls. <laughs> I like that. And and she had that that stripper Axl Rose snake kind of dance going. She was a groovy groovy gal, right? No doubt. So, did you close? Did I close? Why is everybody asking me that this week? Because everybody was serious. Let, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain to you why everybody's asking you that this week. At the Give Me the Vin Company Christmas Party last week, last Saturday night, we're all standing on the floor, the dance floor, looking up at the stage with our jaws open, watching this. Her, you singing Billy Joel and her doing interpretive dance to your singing. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Yeah, and 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 it was a very Russ, I think he's going to porker moment. And so we were all just sitting there like, are they going to do it here on the stage in front of all of us right, right. now? <laughs> did you? Did I leaned you... over to JD and I said, this moment, I don't know what this party cost, but this moment was worth every penny the of it. the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so... Did you catch her interpretive uh, dance moves to the lyric? You oh, got a, yeah. You got a nice white body and a potty on your confirmation. Yes. You were singing Billy Joel. This She's is a song, down. yeah. Yep. Groovy gal, man. And you did a great job, but she stole the show. She stole the show, buddy. She stole the show. That's what you want. Right. As a singer. The, so I asked the gal whose daughter works for us. And she brought her mom to the company Christmas party, G, because... 
Mm-hmm. She had a plus one. Mm-hmm. And um, and that lady sits right next to me at the office. So mm-hmm. the first thing, Monday morning, I'm like, hey, come here. I won't say her name. <laughs> and uh, what happened with Bob and your, old, and your mom? Did they go home together? No, she went home with me. She likes black guys. <laughs> Boom. <clears throat> there you Boom. go. I mean, Ow. and I was like, well, that wasn't specifically the quote. I mean, what's wrong with Bobo? So I was like, Bobo, did you know she only dates black guys? And he's like, no, I was unaware of this. I'm like, well, how do we overcome this? Because there's love connection here to be had. That's right. That's right. Bobo's got a black soul. I've got nine and a half ways to overcome that. Ooh. Okay. She only dates black guys. Why? Why do you have to be so close-minded? That'd be like me saying I only date black girls. Right. I mean, I date Gigi on the side. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, out in the open now. But 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 that's a different deal. It's a small world after all. Right. We should all be in the world together. Gigi, when a girl says, I just date black guys. I just date black guys. I don't like black guys. I just date black guys. What, what, what's she saying? What's the translation? Yeah, what's that mean? Uh, it means they're an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you have different types of girls that date black guys. You have the girls who grew up in the hood, that that's just what they do. And then you have the girls who do it on purpose. They try to act black and talk black, but it just doesn't work. Kiss me aside! Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. It worked for her. Look how much money she has. True. Yeah. Okay, so it's not it's that. not it's not a girl saying I only want large peni. I mean that myth is not true. Okay. So Bob, check that off the box. We're good there. You're gonna you're still in this running. Yeah. I, I That's don't what worry. I was like, well hell you're out. I don't worry about What's your shoe like size, that? Bob? My shoe size? Yeah. Nine. Okay. So and is another really correlation between <laughs> shoe size and Dude. <laughs> Do what? You know? What'd you say? I'm sorry. Is there really a correlation between suit, shoe size and, you know, following boy boy size? You've looked at more of them than me, G. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I mean, I think I need to examine some more, <laughs> but, you know. I would think there's definitely a correlation between shoe size and male endowments. So is that why you guys, when you buy the slides, you buy them two sizes too big? Uh, maybe. I, I don't, but that, I would assume that. That could be the case. Oh. I'm a 12. Okay. Are you, they'd easily fit in my 14s. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, I'm a 16 myself. <laughs> you know, LeBron, Le, I mean, um, Shaq O'Neal gives his, when he's done with his shoes, he gives them to me. Oh. <laughs> and they're a little too small. <laughs> my name's John Clay Wolf, and I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. <laughs> It is Saturday, December 9th, 10th? Last Today's night, the 10th. Last night was the 9th. Jingle Ball was in Madison Square Garden. That was the 9th. Today's the 10th. Yeah, it's the 10th. Call in with the cars. We're doing that next. 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234. The car segment is coming up next. Call in and I'll bid your car on the air. We did a lot of that in the past couple weeks. It was fun to do it again. 800 Average... Rough or clean, year make model miles. I've got a 2021 Suburban LTZ, blah, 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 42,000 mile sunroof. I'll ask a couple of questions, tell you it's worth 56 grand. That's what I do on the air. Give me the VIN. Be right back. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. 
Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the car segment, where we bid cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. GiveMeTheVin.com. Wayne in Virginia. Are you there? Hey, how you doing, John? I'm good. Why did your mom die? She didn't die. We put her in a nursing home. Oh, did she get dementia? She's had dementia for 10 years. Does it keep getting worse, or has it been bad for 10 years? I mean, I know it doesn't start day one. It's the last... The last year it's gotten the worst. Last year she got real bad. Uh, my father died five years ago, and uh, she, she got real bad from that. When you put your parents in a nursing home, how do you pay for it? And what's it cost? A lot. A I know. Lot. That's why I asked. You pay a lot. <laughs> Six sixty-three hundred a month. Okay, and no, it, does the government plus, do plus? Uh, what's that? Does the government have any do any part of it, or is it just right out of pocket? Not, not yet. But when mom's money runs out next year, they, uh, hopefully they will. Okay. So it's sixty three hundred. Hey, I just want to say earlier. Wow. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted. I just wanted to say earlier about the rock and roll bands. Okay. I went. I went and seen uh, Ted Nugent with Van Halen. We didn't know who Van Halen was at the time, but Ted Nugent was our uh, rock god. Okay. I was fifteen and seventy five. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing like that now, you know. I played Stranglehold at my wedding for the first dance with the bride and groom. That, it's a good baseline, man. I went through. I went through three or four a tracks of Double Lock Gonzo. <laughs> wow! So to get back to get back on point, Wayne in Virginia. His mom's got a his mom's got an 08 Accord four cylinder with sixty thousand miles. Cars worth six thousand bucks. That sounds about right, I guess. That sounds about right. So go to givemethevin.com and load it up, and we will. Uh, how uh, far? How far are you from Alexandria? Fifty miles. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll get it, we'll, we'll we'll get her picked up. Get her paid for. All right. Thanks, Wayne. Talk to you soon. 800-800-7234-800-800. Radio, my name is John Claude Van Dam, and I buy cars <laughs> for Satan here on the radio. Satan, can you take us out? Dad, you there? Yeah, I'm here for you, John. <laughs> God, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, stick around. We'll be back with more of the John Clay Waltz Show, as if our souls depend on it, after this. Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. 
We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Call in 800-800-RADIO and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. What is the funniest, oddest story that you have from a company Christmas party is the topic of right now. 800-800-7234. Bobo, you said during the break, quote, well, I didn't think that gal and I were really standing out that much. Yeah, I, I really didn't think that. I, I was not aware so many people noticed that we were we were hanging around, having a good time. Yeah, I mean, we were all sitting there like, I think he's going to pork her, Russ. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for you to pull one of those uh, sweater pit bulls out. She was licking you. Ooh. She was on the stage on her hands and knees. What? Licking your legs while you were singing. Did you? Were you not there? It was a great party. No, I just. I mean, I try not to overreact. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, it was a. It was a Ooh. very sensual moment. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it was very backseat of the car, like, and the. It was on a stage. She's a great gal with lights and sound. Right. <laughs> it was like we paid to go to a live porno movie. Right. <laughs> at the company Christmas party. How dare you? How dare I? Yes. I, dare. Pardon me, sir. Did you guys notice that it went from the stage to a dark corner, a table? No. She was on top of a table. <laughs> was that was after? Yes. Oh. On top. Do you not remember this, Bobo? She was on I top. I remember. Dancing for <laughs> you. I remember. Mm, she want to give you There's something. photo proof we'll have up. Of her dancing and just Pablo just kind of staring at her, just <laughs> looking like, hey. Do you have the photo proof? We need to put it on the Facebook page. John Clay Wolf Show. Yes, it's going up. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why do I have to manage all these moving parts? This should already be done. This is serious business. <laughs> Live sex acts right. by Bobo oh, man. and the accounting lady's mom at the company Christmas party. You finally did it. You're finally doing it. You're finally doing that married friend thing. With lunchy You're living Pinochi, vicariously through me. Oh, it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It was, she, was, she was an awesome gal. <laughs> did, did you... So, okay, she... Why did you not close? What is wrong with you? Brother, I love you. Yeah? And you always do this. But you know that, and I've told you a hundred times, I do not kiss and tell. I was going to say, you, gentlemen. Especially you. Well, I mean... Mm-hmm. Been, I won't tell anybody next Saturday. <laughs> Guess what Bobo told me? Hey, man, he's coming back to it's the radio. They got through seven Sorry, positions. <laughs> Where's your 14 get, minutes? Where'd you get that KMOD t shirt? <laughs> KMOD. Yeah. Tulsa's best rock. Good morning, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, 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 by the way, this is neither here nor there. Tulsa King yeah. with Stallone. Is he good? It's pretty awesome. Pretty good? Yeah, it's a Taylor Sheridan show, yeah. the guy that created Yellowstone and Heller High Water and Sicario. This guy keeps making great stories about really fascinating people. You take Stallone. He's a 75-year-old gangster from New York. He gets out of prison after like 30 years. They send him immediately to Tulsa because he's, he's too scary for New York. Right. It's awesome. How long? Awesome. How many uh, episodes? I don't know, but it's episodic. I mean, it's, there's... Is it we, one week by week, the releasing one? Yes. Oh, okay. On so, Paramount. So you don't just jump on there and just down it all. Drink a whole bottle of gin. Taylor Sheridan is cashing in his Paramount checks as fast as he can because they put they keep putting his stuff on Paramount. There's another Yellowstone prequel series coming out uh, pretty soon with Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, yeah. That's going to be awesome. So What's yeah. that called? Too Old to Party. 
Okay. <laughs> no, oh, it's not. <laughs> it's like 1901 or something. 1921 or something. Too old to party. <laughs> it's called I've Got a Really Bad Feeling About This. <laughs> it's called... Uh, <laughs> it's called 19, uh, Yellowstone's prequel 1923. There you go. What? That's what it's called. Is Yellowstone in the 1800s? Uh, no, it's current day, but um, 1883 was 1900s. It's a... It's a story about wagon trainers, um, not the Oregon Trail, but the Texas to Oregon Trail. I think. Oh, or, maybe, maybe the Oregon. Trail. Well, they were trying to go to Oregon, and they, yeah. and they wound up in Montana mm-hmm. for that, special reasons. That happened to us one time. We were taking our motorcycles to Colorado to go riding, and got really high, and ended <laughs> up in New Mexico. God, that's really high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we stopped in New Mexico for a reason, but then we took a wrong turn and nobody used a map for three hours. Of course. <laughs> Why would you? That happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I was I was going to go to Memphis, yeah. and I had only made it as far as Bozier City, man. I thought, well, I'm just going to stop right here. <laughs> so that's what 1883 is about. It's about a bunch of guys that went out to do something, they got lazy and stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really good Western period piece, though, man. Mm-hmm. Really good show. Western people, man, this place where we're going to move our studio mm-hmm. is Walnut Springs, Texas, and it's it looks like the set for um, Blazing Saddles. Oh, my God. This is already got show no, bits written on really, it. really, <laughs> really, really does. Oh, my God. I mean, it might as well say, welcome to Rock Ridge when you pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I need to run for mayor of Rock talk. Ridge, and then like if I win, then just sw- or have Baba run for mayor of Rock right. Ridge. That'd be fun. Have a little, have a little toll booth set up where you have to go through. <laughs> Remember, in the middle of nowhere. It's JD. You haven't been out there yet. I haven't been out. No, though. it's Rock Ridge. Oh my god, it's great. So there's a place called Blackie's. Blackie's Bait Shop. Okay. Are you for real right now? Oh yes, ma'am. Wow. There's a place called Blackie's Bait Shop. What are you listening to? It's the Ballad of Rocky Ridge. Okay. Rock Ridge. Oh, Rock Ridge. I'm sorry. Blackie's Bait Shop is a guy from Del Mar, California that put in a um, restaurant. All right. He was an OP distributor. Remember OP, Ocean Pacific? Sure. And then he bought another one next door. So, you know how people are buying the old town, old, old buildings, they're redoing them. Sure are. So, he did that. And then he buys another one next door. And this gal buys, uh, rents it, and calls it the Rattlesnake Ballroom. And it's more rock and roll biker deal. And then there's two more. So they have these cool little unique bars and restaurants in Rockridge in the middle of nowhere. But the guy, there's, as you can imagine, there's not a ton of customers. No. So everybody's a little sensitive. So that guy on Saturday night at Blackie's has steak night. Okay. And... Once a week, and you must call in and reserve a steak so they know how many steaks to buy. They're really good. And then, and he has pizza. And he has a couple other things. So the gal next door at the biker bar is a chef. And she starts selling pizza. How dare she? I know. I can't what? believe she did it. Oh, I know it. How dare you? <laughs> so, so, so the guy builds these two places, rents one to the Rattlesnake Saloon, and she starts selling pizza. And then it turns into my pizza's fourteen ninety nine, his twelve ninety nine. Oh no! So they go to battle. We got back. 
I mean, <laughs> it is the Battle of Rock Ridge. There's only two places in town, and they're mad at each other. <laughs> <laughs> but he owns both of them. But he owns them both. He's the landlord of both of them. Oh, God. So he pushed her out. And she goes down the street and buys another whopped up building. There's plenty of whopped up buildings to buy. It's not like there's not junk ass whopped up buildings all over to move the rattlesnake ballroom to. If, if I kick you out, where will you go? Right, right next door. Right here. <laughs> so she goes right next door, buys one, raises money from another rich rancher. He backs her, and they're going to take on the A other dude. Take night. So now we've got a town. And. Screw the pizza. Oh. We're doing steaks. Of course we are. We're doing steaks. <laughs> you can take your pizza and kiss my ass. When do we you. open our new studio? <laughs> oh, please. Now, now, J.D., her stage, you've seen, so now it's called Rattlesnake. Uh, what was the Patrick movie, Patrick Swayze movie, where he's fighting everybody and he's a bouncer? Oh, a roadhouse. Okay, yeah. Rattlesnake Roadhouse. So she went, screw Rattlesnake Saloon. I'm building the Rattlesnake Roadhouse. Ten times bigger. The stage is ten feet up in the air. Twenty. I mean, it's it's it looks like a baby Billy Bob's. And we're doing pizza. We're doing steaks. We're doing badass burgers. But then, like, so the rich guy that backed her has other rich friends, right? Uh-huh. Other landowners in Rock Ridge. Yeah, and it's really quite the rift. How many people live in this town? Fifteen hundred, eleven hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred. So we're taking sides. Say <laughs> oh, so he's gone across the street and bought the old bank building. Oh, oh boy. Yep. And oh. he's putting in a saloon. This is absurd. With like white herb. Yeah. Badass. And hotel rooms. Like 10 hotel rooms. Just like an old timey. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be super saloon duper. Saloon hotel. Now you go into Rattlesnake. They, they, have, they have a poker game going on sunday afternoon that looks i don't know if it's legal or not but it, it, it probably isn't no. but it's real allegedly right. it's but i mean on. the guys are sitting in their buckaroos with the big cowboy boots and the in the the mustaches in the hats i mean dude out of the old west it's, it's eight minutes from where we're gonna be <laughs> Look, yeah. it's absolutely perfect i haven't shown you all this because i saw all this two years ago when i bought that property right. there. i'm like Okay, boom, boom. We can have the bands here. We can have special events here. Well, this is a movie set. This is only going to get better. It's a movie set. Yeah. And we're moving our studio out there to the country, to the compound, and it's going to be called The Lodge. And it's going to be built like um, the decor is going to be, speaking of Yellowstone, like Lodge, Old like West. Montana, yeah. Old West, rustic barnwood. It's going to be badass. Gigi, Amazing. I know you're a Californian, but we might have to convert you. We're going to go fishing, okay. huh? We're going to go fishing, fishing a lot. We have great fishing. All right, we got to go to break. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Amber in Madison, Alabama, you've got an 08 300. Hi, sir. It, it's 05, actually. Okay. It is. Uh, is it? it? Wait, her boyfriend convinced her to buy it. They split up, wants 1,200. That's about right with 160,000 miles. Why did y'all split up? Um, well, it's, it's very complicated. All I right, mean, we'll go with that. Rat on the way out. My name's John Clay Wolf, Pierre Heard on the air every Saturday morning. From New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com.
You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Thanks for making us number one. Call John, toll free, 800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. Brittany Griner, we don't know if she's a man or a woman, but that's not the point. She's a WNBA player, and she has been traded by our government for the merchant of death um, prisoner. Anyway, we had a prisoner over here. He's an arms dealer. Victor Bout. His nickname's Merchant of Death. That guy. He was the inspiration for that Nicolas Cage movie, yeah. Lord of War. <laughs> See what? So we've had him in prison over here forever. Brittany Griner, our WNBA lady, is in Russia for having cannabis oil or weed or something. And we just traded her back for this guy. I heard some of the people yesterday saying, well, the merchant, the gun guy was about to get out in about five years anyway. <laughs> okay. He didn't have a lot of his sentence already served. He did. He's also the good news is international this, arms dealer. This is the first time anyone has ever heard of a WNBA trade. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got Did you get it, Gigi? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm. I'm trying to be nice, but I think they should have let her stay there. And there's a marine that's being held over there um, that I don't know too much about. But on the surface, they should have picked him and let her stay. She Paul Wheelan. Like Paul Wheelan. Yeah. Yeah, she don't like America anyways, so she, keep she your butt right there. She didn't come over here talking a big game or wearing a flag or thank you. I haven't heard anything. I did hear that she had a BLM shirt on on her um, coming back over, which is fine, but... She's but, an idiot. Bacon, lettuce, but, 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 and what? But at this time, Ma'am. at this Ma'am. time, she should be like laying down for it Mm-mm. and saying, okay, I was, you know, not standing for the flag and all her stuff, being controversial. Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm one of y'all. Thank mm-hmm. you for getting me home. She can mm-hmm. fix that that reputation real quick, right? She now. might. She might. She, she might. Just got back yesterday. She hadn't had a chance to. She hadn't made it a. a she statement. had the chance. Are you kidding me? All she had to do was say, "Hey, news conference. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm changing my name to Yankee Doodle Dandy." So <laughs> she's not. She they should have left her there. She's she's Dummy. been back 11 hours. G. So is she? I don't care. A she. Is she a she? When you ask okay, that question, they, them. when you ask that question of Google, the answer is yes, she is a she. Okay. But have you heard her talk? When you ask that question of Google, the answer is yes, she is she a she. She sounds like a guy, like what? a man, like, whoa, my name is so-and-so. Like, what is that? <laughs> Do that again. Gigi. Yeah, that's what she sounds like. Gigi. Yeah, my name is so-and-so. That's what she sounds Will like. Will you do a full, like a, like a give, give us a little... Get, we've never done this with you. Do you an, be Brittany Griner. Do an impersonation. Yo, what's up? What's up? And do the. What's up? I don't even like America. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Brittany, Brittany Griner is having her press release right now. We've what's got up? Brittany Griner on the no, air. She's going to do her press release. my woman. <laughs> She's a trip. Wait, wait. Br- br- Brittany, be, be Brittany for a minute. At least, at least for 60 seconds. So, Brittany, you're on the mic. We're doing your press conference. You're back. What do you want to tell Americans about your experience? I still think America sucks. (laughs) I don't like it. That's right. My life matters. So, Brittany, how's the the nightlife in Leningrad? (laughs) I mean, it's all right. 
you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not glad to be back. I'm just glad to be out. God. That's how she sounds, though. That's how she sounds. Right. I had to. I was looking at a documentary a couple of months ago, and you know, you're doing stuff, not paying attention to the TV, and I'm like, oh, she has a brother. <laughs> can I offer? But it was her. Can I offer some career guidance just right quickly? Yeah, well, you and I have that good. kind of relationship. Like, you're. This is radio, G, and you're like you're. You are right on the verge of famous. And Brittany Griner will look you up and beat your ass. <laughs> You're not careful. I'm just telling you. <laughs> like, you know, like, I just, I think they should have picked the Marine and let her stay there. Girl, you know it's true. Uh, did you hear what she said a minute ago? I'm going to get out of here and go back to my woman. <laughs> That's right. Go get to my woman. What do you got the news, Jay? Let's see what else we have. Something uh, a little bit lighter. How about this? Hey. Did you see any rock concerts in the last year? And for you complainers out there, Gigi was also a collegiate-level basketball player. Right. I was. You know what? I was. And I didn't realize it until um, my daughter's basketball practice. Hmm. Um, And then the girl was like, the the coach was like, yeah, I play D3 ball. And I'm saying to myself, you idiot. I did too. (laughs) So, anyways. Sorry, JD. So you are an African-American, you are a female, and you are a basketball player, which gives you the right to do the impersonation that you just did. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Number 55. That's right. And we're clear. Good. All right. Hey, let's change the topic. How about rock and roll? What's up? Did anybody go to any great great rock and roll shows this last year? Because I have a list of the top five grossing tours of 2022, and I don't think you're going to guess the correct one at number one. I'm going to give you five, and you tell me who is number one. Was the number one top grossing tour of 2022 Kenny Chesney? Was it Def Leppard and Miley Crew together? The Rolling Stones, Elton John, or Bad Bunny? Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Maybe Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. But I think Rolling Stones. Because Bad Bunny sold out um, AT&T when they were here. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I'm going okay, go, to go with the Rolling Stones. But I think Bad Bunny did more dates. So they may have won. At $373.5 million, it was Bad Bunny. What is Bad Bunny? What is This is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. And his tickets were only $1,200. Ah, oh, it's a man? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Gigi, I'm with you. When I saw that, I went, well, that's a misprint. <laughs> wow. This is the music? I've heard a blue bunny. Sounds like a Mexican Post Malone. That's right. I can dig it. <laughs> they actually won a Grammy in the American category, which is, is right? the first time, yeah. Huh. So is Bad Bunny, is this a Latin song or is the whole thing, is, is that his gig? Is no, he Selena? He's Latin. <laughs> Latin. Wait, well, I mean, I'm, wait, are you saying he's I'm not pretending asking, to be Latin? Yeah, I was asking if he's just doing a Latin song. Is that funny? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, but it makes sense because when the Mexican Americans get into something, they go big. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, have you seen the football stadium parking lots? <laughs> yes. I mean, there's more cowboy jerseys on Huge. Spanish-speaking people than non at Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, when I was and in, and Chargers and SoFi, same thing. That's facts. When I was in Green Bay, it was fifty percent pretty much, and fifth out of uh, Cowboy fans, and probably forty percent were Hispanic in Green Bay. In no Green Bay. idea, no idea that would happen. No clue. Yeah, they drove up. That's why they have so many miles on their cars. They filed. They follow their team around the country. It's a lot of fuel. So this dude is only speaks in Spanish. I don't know if there's any uh, English pre-K. 
He's a big Bad Bunny fan. Pre-K. Of course he oh, is. Oh, super huge Bad Bunny fan. Uh, hola. <laughs> Did you go to the show? Was it? Uh, como se dice? Uh, no. No. El dinero? <laughs> no dinero. No dinero. No, no mota. <laughs> So, no, I don't think he, he uh, raps in English uh, at all. Yeah, I think he's straight Spanish. So the number big money. one U.S. tour mm-hmm. is Julio what, Iglesias. Was all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear Lord. Wow. So he's the new Julio Iglesias. Mm. Yeah, but he had crossover. But this is crossover, too, though. It's number one. I mean, it's crossover, but it's not an English crossover. No. I'm telling you, man. When you find that, that special thing for the Mexican-American community... They will... They're going to break every record. Every time. You remember when the Cowboys went to Mexico City to play football? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my that was God. insane. Huge. Did they win? No. Yes, maybe. I don't remember. It didn't matter. The turnout was the largest turnout of any NFL um, event of all, in the world ever. Wow. Why did they Hell, do that? that was 15, 7, 8, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. The answer is Jerry Jones won. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought Bad Bunny was going to sound ridiculous. That actually sounds pretty good. It's happy. It sounds like something you'd hear on like Radio Margaritaville. Maybe, possibly. Maybe. 800-800-7234. Remember, go to givemethevin.com to sell your car. The market's coming back a little bit. It's starting to slow down the decay. Um, it's been pretty rough from the highs. Go Put your car into givemethevin.com and see what it's worth today. If we don't beat a CarMax offer, we'll send you a check for Hunsky. Be right back. This is Give Me The Vin, the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, the John Clay Wolf Show. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVid.com. Call John, toll free, cheap bastards, 1-800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. My kid is a Metallica head. He's 16 and he is a hard rocker. Y'all heard me say this before, but it's pretty funny. They're going to be in town doing two shows in town of Dallas, Texas. Hey! What? (laughs) Hey! Hey! I'm your man! I'm the one you make love to! (laughs) Hey! I have no idea what the lyrics are. Let's hear it. Oh, it's not. Yeah, this is a long build. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, we have a teeth. we have a new Metallica that just came out. Actually, they just released a new song called Lux Eternia, which means light forever. Yeah. Uh, they also announced a new album called Seventy Two Seasons that'll come out in April, and it's a world tour. If you'd like to hear a little bit of their new song, that would be Cut Fourteen. Sounds nothing like them. I know. It's a departure. A little speed guitar and yelling. It actually sounds pretty good. It does. Florida Man rocks. So they're going back old school with the speed. Yeah. It sounds real good, actually. Yeah. yeah. We'll do a little more of that later. I want to grab this car real quick. This is a heavy in Florida. Trey, what city in Florida are you in? Merritt Island. Merritt Island. Okay, you've got a twenty yes, twenty. Sir. You've got a twenty twenty Audi R eight performance, ten thousand miles, um, exclusive yes, li- exclusive line. What was MSRP on this car? 
I get something's all set up, ready to go, and it gets screwed up. <laughs> all right, I've got my guy in Nashville, Chad Cunningham, that is the guru of heavies. Okay. He works with Gimme the Vin. He is. Right? And I wanted to get him to call in and talk to us about this one. Your car has high miles on it for a car that expensive. I know. I don't know if you know that. Trey? Well, I mean, at two years old, it's only 5000 a year. Yeah, but when you go out buying two out of quarter million dollar cars, you, you're not allowed to drive them. I didn't know if you didn't know that. <laughs> well, I mean, come on now. now I'm, tell, I'm telling you the truth. So the guy that can afford a quarter million dollar car has two other cars that he drives normally, and he drives this like three miles a month to the storm bag. No, I'm being sarcastic, but yeah. FYI, when you do this again... Don't drive at 10,000 miles. But looking at transactions, and Chad, I know you're on hold. It's a 20 R8 Performance uh, exclusive line with 10,000 miles. I'm looking at transactions. We've got a special computer system, and I pulled it up during the break. And this car looks like it might have gotten countersold in the system a couple of times at 190 grand, because there can't be that many 10,000-mile cars out there that are this, this particular make, this Audi R8. Did, did you buy this new or used? No, I bought new. Okay, then 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 it's not the one. It is not the one I'm talking about. Let me figure out how to patch him in. Hold on, just a second. Uh, Put him on hold. Ah, how do I do this? Damn it! Click on it. Click on that one too. Lock it. Lock it. Then add Chad. Chad, you there? Yes, sir. Nashville, Tennessee, everybody, home of the Titans and Miranda Lambert. Chad is Miranda Lambert's little brother. And he came to work for us. <laughs> hey, Chad, do you know My this car? My mom lives on Gretchen, Gretchen Wilson's old property, so I guess I could say I'm related to Gretchen Wilson. <laughs> All right. So Trey's in Florida. He's got this uh, 20 Audi R8 Performance. He wants $190,000 for it, but it has got too many miles for that kind of money. It's a 2020 Performance Coupe? Yes. Exclusive line. He said, uh, MS- you know what sticker was on it? 240. Is that right, Trey? Did you say 240? Yes, sir. 240,000 yes, was sticker. He wants 190. He's been to a couple of dealerships. And what have they offered you? Um, I got, I've gotten them up to 170, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to get a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> Chad, I'm looking at the, at the computer. I see those counter sales that are high that are asterisks, but they're older. And I don't know. Have we had one of these cars yet? Yeah. Not real recently. I mean, we sold a bunch of them over the last, you know, but we haven't really had one since the adjustment. Right. So, hey, when was the last time you got a 170 offer, Trey? Um, about a month, month and a half ago. Okay. Ooh. Well... In the um, effort of keeping radio moving, I might not be able to finish this one up. It's a little too big and a little too weird. What color is it? It is Riviera Blue. It's a Porsche color. Is it like Miami Blue? Like baby blue? Like Smurf Blue? Uh, Yeah, it's like Miami Blue. It's like Miami Blue, just a uh, little bit lighter. Okay. So it was 170 by today, Trey? Ah. Like I said, I was trying to get. I was trying to get one eighty. I mean, 
<laughs> do you have a title or is there a payoff? Can you do me a little bit? Huh? Do you have a title? No or payoff. There's a payoff. How much is the payoff? Yeah. No. Huh? I have no payoff. I have title. Okay, so we'll be writing a check. Boom. Gotcha. And you live in Merritt yeah. Island, Florida. Yes, sir. What's our closest office to you? Is it the one in Tampa Bay, in West Palm, or Orlando? You have one in Orlando? Yeah, in Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Yeah, I've got a check. Yeah. In Orlando, and a man. Chad, do you want to hit him at one seventy two five? I mean, that's really close. We need to like you know subject to checking vins and making sure history and all that's good. But uh, yeah, if the cars, if the sticker's what he says and the car's what he says, we can do that. I I can send you. I can send you pictures of uh, window sticker. It's got uh, full body PPF, so the body is perfect. There's not a mark on it. I mean, you Ch- tell me what you need, and I'll send it to you. Chad, I'm sending you his info right John, now. John knows. John knows I'm a sucker for Miami Blues, so I might have got trapped on his phone call. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds, sounds like <laughs> a good looking car. Right, this you know. thing is beautiful, man. Well, this is the largest transaction we've done on the show in a while. Wow. What did we That's buy for again, John? 172500 for a 2020 oh uh, Audi Performance um, exclusive line. It's just a hot rod Audi, real expensive. Do you want to, don't want to call your wife to make sure? I'm not going to call my wife. To tell, <laughs> no, my, my, wife, my, my wife is out on all that. We'll call Chad's wife and ask her. Okay. All right, guys, i got to keep moving. Thank you both. Huh? What were you saying, Trey? Go ahead. Trey, what were you saying? No, I do have two other cars that I drive as well. I just like to drive. Okay, cool. Got it. Thank you for calling. We'll keep moving. My name's John Clay Wolf by Cars on the Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. As Sell you us heard. your car. Give me the VIN.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. See, this guy's got his stuff together. Yes, he does. And I, my friends don't. Yeah, what does that mean? Well, like, my friend is 50 and went out and bought a Corvette. Uh-oh. He got a DWI. Oh, no. So he goes out and buys a Corvette. Strike two. And before he can get it registered, he's got to get the breathalyzer put in it. Steer, right three. Oh. Right. And now he is sober, but talking to him, it sounds like he's taking a lot of pills. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that does happen, John. Yeah. I'm like, People how long has it been since you drank? I haven't had a drop of drink in 90 days. Yeah. Okay. Are you on loot? What do you want? Are you on loots? But Wolf, I'm telling you, this breathalyzer thing, man, we got to get in the breathalyzer business. <laughs> you know, since I've been sober, it's really opened my eyes and having to blow into this thing every day and this camera on me to make, we got to get in the breathalyzer business. It's, we'll make a lot of money. And also, I want to talk to you about doing a liquor line for you, the radio celebrity, like John Clay Wolf sure. branded liquor, like whiskey. Sure. So he's got two great ideas. <laughs> and they're both alcohol related. What is coming from an alcoholic, John? He ain't done. He knows he's alcohol. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just telling you. When he gets pulled over, this is what women are good for, Gigi. Mm-hmm, I'm oh. listening. They're driving. He's driving, and they're they've been drinking, and she's mm-hmm. had plenty. And she points out Taco Casa. So he does a hard left. Mm. Boo! Okay, so he's pulled over because of Taco Casa. And then the um, cop is talking to her. And she said he's had a little bit to drink, but he's had his pain pills also, and it straightens him up where it doesn't affect the alcohol (laughs) level. 
on a telecom. So that's right. So the the cops interviewing him, and he can hear the interview with the with the wife going on on the other side of the car, and she's explaining how his narcotics offset the alcohol, and he's a great driver. (laughs) Wow. She was trying to help. She was trying to help. And, mm-hmm. and, and and my friend is listening to this conversation on the other side of the car, and he just sticks his hands in the air, mm-hmm. cuff me and take me to jail. Hey. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I mean, after that endorsement over there by the wife, there's nowhere else to go but hell for now. That's greatness. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the narcotics. Oh my God! The narcotics it's not, level him out. Right. He's a very he, he passed any DWI exactly. test. No, they're not his narcotics, but they're close. <laughs> he borrowed them from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Dig the hole deeper. Right. Just here's the shovel, honey. <laughs> what else, honey? Now that we got what? you talking, right? You have anything else to say on on camera? Well, don't look in the trunk. <laughs> And when, he, when he was talking to his lawyer, the lawyer saw the tape of the wife, and he just dropped his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just, what do you mean, do, bud? I mean, can we just can we plead this out? He's like, yeah, we can plead it out, but it's not going to be a pretty one. No. 800-800-7234. Hey. 800-800-RADIO. Gigi, can you take us out with your big, pretty voice? And we'll be right back with more of the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by America's best car buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. Is this the car segment? Yeah. Man, my clock screwed up. All right. JJ, we're going to buy some cars for GiveMeTheVin.com. You've got a 13 Camaro ZL1, but it says you have four of them, and you don't know which one you want to keep? Yeah. No, it ain't that I don't know which one I want to keep. I said I, I I know I don't need that thirteen. What what else do you have? I have a two thousand ten SS, but that one right there makes like fifteen hundred horsepower, and I don't really want to get rid of it. And then I've got a twenty twenty two ZL one and uh, Rapid Blue, and then I've got a two, I've got an original two thousand two SS Camaro with thirty thousand original miles on it. So it's safe to say that you like Camaros. I do. I love them. You live in Kermit, so you must be in the oil business. I am. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> a guy with extra money laying around, he buys hot rod cars, he's in the oil business in the middle of the desert. That's JJ. Let's hear yeah, it from JJ. There ain't much else to do out here, right? He might be in the trucking part of the oil business. What do you do in the oil business? Uh, I actually work for an oil company. Okay. Like, I'm company hand, and and that's what I do. You know, I keep up with everything. Do you have a wife and children? Because it sounds like you don't. I do. Wow. They pay you well, then. You have enough room to take care of your kids and your old lady and have four hot rods laying on the side. I like it. I actually have a wife and four kids. There you go. All right. Um, I will pay 26000 for your 13ZL1. 
I appreciate that offer, but I will definitely keep it. Okay, bye. Because <laughs> I'm definitely out there a little bit. Uh, I might go a little more. Hang on. Uh, I shouldn't have hung up on him. Uh, hey, go go load your car into give me the vin.com. Let's take another look at it. I just had another idea. Uh, Rolando, Rolando, Rolando. Yes. 17 Wrangler Unlimited with 100,000 miles on it. Uh, hard top or soft? Yeah. Hard top. Lifted or stock? Mm, not sure. What does that mean? Uh, is it lifted? Is it up in the air? No, no, no. 16 grand. Go to gimmethevin.com. Load it up. We'll go. My name's John Clay Wolf of Cars Radio. Right here every Saturday morning for hours and hours and hours. Been doing it only 17 years. We're starting to figure this out. We'll be right back. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Heard in Miami, Washington, D.C., Houston, Dallas, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, Orlando, Cincinnati, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Austin, and broadcasting to the rest of the world at johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Hey now. Good morning, everybody. Mm. Why are you looking at me like that? Quit looking at me like that. Okay, I'll stop. I'm just looking at Jesus you. Jesus Christ. I'm just looking. Just kind of hanging out looking. Did anybody Uber out of the Christmas party the other night? You know, I was thinking, cabs. Cabs need to get back in vogue. They're so much cheaper. Uber's gone up in the prices. Are they? I they saw have. the other day, um, from JFK to Manhattan, Uber's about 145 What? And cab's 55 Yeah, cabs are cheaper. Go with the cabs. It was the other way around when it started. Uber was cheaper. That's how everything works. I mean, and then they get you. YouTube didn't have any commercials. Uh-huh. Elton John has left Twitter. Oh my God, no! The irony um, is, is he left because of a rocket man. Is that right? Uh, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Show me on the doll where Elon hurt you. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the Twitter con- controversy. I told you Twitter will be moving to Texas, and I still see it happening. Still think they're yeah. going to do that? Yeah. Quite Without possible. A, Quite yeah. possible. Are yeah. they in San Francisco? Am I right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. A good old conservative town. Yeah, that's a that's a real grassroots place. Red wave <laughs> joint. <laughs> that's a, yeah. It is Twitter. The Twitter files were released this week, and it shows all the backroom drama of how they were manipulating the election or trying to, but dealing with the U.S. government and against. You know, a lot of the things, I'm not going to get hyper-political here, but if you read through it, and we touched on this last week, mm-hmm. there's no question that they were uh, pushing for the other side against Trump and trying to control the flow so that it would um, help Biden. They were an arm of the Democratic Party, and they got called in front of Congress, and he looked at him right in the face and went, nope. <laughs> Who did? The CEO. Oh, did he? Yeah. But now he claims he did not know. And How would you not know? <laughs> there's some truth to the, the email files that they've been going through that he did not know. The CEO didn't know. 
It's. I mean, everybody else on the planet did. Well, he did not know. Pretty obvious. There's some really top flight reporting on this too. That young Matt Taibbi. I've read this guy for years. He mm-hmm. did a he did a book about the financial crash, like in 2008, called Griftopia. That's just a brilliant piece of investigative journalism. Really good writer, Matt Taibbi. He's kind of the new Hunter Thompson. Speaking of brilliant pieces, now what happened at the Christmas party with that gal you were dancing with? What do you mean? <laughs> we had a great time. Are you going to go on a date with her? You know, sure. Did you ask her out? I gave her my card. You have a card? Yeah. <laughs> Who paid for that? You haven't seen my card. No, I'd like a card of yours. I got one. Do you really have a card? What's it say? Of course I got a card. Executive producer of the John Clay Wolf Show and VP of something. Bad Emmer effort. Do you no, have a card? Not, that's not what it says. But Bob, I didn't know you had a card. So if you work for me and you want cards, who do you go talk to to get them? Uh, that employee is no longer with the company. Okay. But, uh, you know. You know why? We, we have handlers. Right, right now, I would go to Cello. Okay. Cello's my handler. What did these cost me? I don't know. Your cards aren't that cheap. <laughs> I don't it's know. Tie, I, you know we're in a recession, right? I got them like in you a day. You got the high gloss and the three-tone color. It does look really nice. It? <laughs> it's like it's like that scene in uh, American Psycho. JT, do you have a card? I do not. Gigi, do you have a card? No, I need to. I, I, well, ask Baba where to get those. Them. Are nice. Oh, that's fancy. Wow, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. So you did give her your card? Yes. Has she text, emailed, or communicated in any way, shape, or form at this not point? Not at all. Not mm. at all. Which is okay. You don't remember. Well, I think we found out why. What were you drinking? What was I drinking? Jack. Shiner Box all night. Oh. What was she drinking? I She looked like she was drinking a little vodka and vodka. I recall somebody asking me to get them a gin and Red Bull, but I don't think it was her. I think it was another. I hung around with with a lot of beautiful women. The bar bill was $10,000. Oh, God. Dear Lord. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) I can see it. Wow. There was... It was nothing but doubles all you, night. Company Christmas party. Oh, yeah. it was, and, and you didn't have to ask. And like, it, Here's your double. It was good liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. It was not the the. I didn't. I didn't say do the well liquor. I didn't. I just didn't say anything. The bar bill was ten thousand dollars. Wow. But it was spent on a good crew. Yeah, that was a lot of. It was really good. The liquor. bar bill <laughs> last year was like eight thousand dollars, and it was at a more expensive place. Yes. So we drank more this year, I guess. In a shorter period of time, too. <laughs> Everybody true. had to be out by 11. So. Right. That's true. Next year, I want to do the same thing at the same place, mm-hmm. the big theater. And I want to have the company Christmas party a little earlier, knock the company crap out, and then have a big name band and have a listener party. Oh, that's a great idea. Open it to the public and have a listener party. And join. Do you think that would work? I think it would work, but... I can also hear some employees saying, well, are we just not that special? You have to have you listeners, you double up. I was like, yes, because it's called saving money. That's what it's called. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's the place is so damn big. Yeah, but kill two, you know, two birds with one stone. I think it's a great idea. I love it. Well, here's, a, here, here's my idea. Charge tickets at the door for the listeners uh-huh. and pay for the band. Because sure. the yes. band's going to yes. be, if you get a good band, it's going to be yeah. 30, 40, mm-hmm. 50 bills, right? That's good thinking, man. I'm I, just trying to make more splash. It's I, a beautiful room. I was so impressed with what they've done with that room. Have you ever been in there, like in the old days? No. I watched. Baba, so it's a, it's a theater that was converted to a party room. 
but it still is a is an old movie theater. It's a historic movie theater, and it was converted to a place to do parties. And I watched Smokey and the Bandit in that room when I was three years old. Wow. Oh, dear Lord. I watched Butch Cassidy and the, or no, the Electric Cowboy. Oh. And I watched Star Wars in that room in all the 70s. Outstanding. When it was the theater. It was fun. Still a hell of a nice auditorium, man. Yeah, it was great. Really great room. The, yeah, front, the front end, they've, they've done wonders with this beautiful place. Oh, and I watched the jazz singer. Did anybody see that? With Neil Diamond? Neil Diamond? Yeah. yeah. Golly, that's when my parents drugged me to. Like, yeah. Get me out of here. Riding on the Robert E. Lee. <laughs> oh, I love that film, man. Missed that one. It was like 100 hours long. It had like a Lucille Ball's daughter. I don't know. Uh, what's her name? Who Lucy knows? Arnaz. Deep Random Stuff by Bobbo. Beautiful. Dan, where do you live? Dan, you on the... That's Virginia. Bunker Hill? Bunker Hill... <laughs> West Virginia. What is Bunker Hill, West Virginia? I, I feel like I've read, read about it in the history books. Nope, it's Bunker Hill, Massachusetts. Bunker Hill, West Virginia is a little bit smaller place in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. Is it white trash? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that, yeah. A little bit of white trash. So are there a lot oh, of uh, white trashy hot girl stripper names? There's a few of that. There's a few stripper joints here in the area. Yep, you're my right. kid was busting my balls this week. He's like, Dad, our names, your names and your family are so boring. Uncle Bob, Aunt <laughs> Linda, Uncle John, Cousin Sally. What does he want? I know. I don't know what he wants. Leo Iglesias. But I mean, I bet I bet Dan's cousins are um, a little sluttier sounding. Hannah's and Kennedy's. Brandy, Heather, Channing, no. Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, no, no. Dakota. Sierra, Vendy, no. Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Laura, Shelley, Chantel, Chantel, Cor no. Courtney, Misty, Sorry. Jenny, Christy, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki. Come on, Nikki. Shauna, Jolene. Is there Jolene? That's a good list you got there, but no, you didn't hit any of them. Now you can add, you can insert Lynn after. Or Sue, after any of those. Like to, Brittany Lynn. To Lynn. be from Bunker Lynn. There Hill. There is a Lynn. There is a Lynn. The Brittany Lynn, Shauna Lynn. Okay, what are you driving? Like a 72 Ford truck? No, I got a, a, a 2011 GMC, and I got a Subaru, and I got an M2, and uh, I got a, you know several things. What do you, Are you wanting to sell one? So I'm thinking about getting rid of the 17 uh, M2. Okay. M2, for, it's a BMW. It's a little, small, hot rod BMW. Tiny hot rod BMW. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. now, are, you are you a straight male? Yes, absolutely. Because you you could see where I'm going with this. I mean, an M2, it could be either side, right? Didn't know that, and that, that's concerning <laughs> to me, but okay. Thank you, John. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's my job to keep you informed of social prejudices. Um, well, I'm a race car guy. I'm a race car guy. My race car buddies say that's a driver's car, so I feel pretty good. It about is. It. It's, like, it, it's a little track car. It is cool. Um, so a, a, it's a 2017 BMW M2, 40,000 miles, and it's a hard top, right? Not a, not a convertible. Yeah. No hell no. With an executive package. If if it was a convertible, we would be calling you Sir Elton. Yeah, um, okay. I think it's a twenty-eight thousand dollar rig. Hmm. No, that's crazy. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's about a 40, 40, 40 to $45,000. Oh, y'all do smoke grass up in Bunker Hill, uh, West Virginia. Well, I'm saying. You're on the old market, bro. It's over. The oh, okay. Bitcoin has gone from 60000 to sixteen. 
and cars have de- well, re- what, they've redepreciated about twenty five percent from the high. There's a new market out there, and um, we're the top of the money. Give me the VIN.com. We trade the market. The market has changed. It is not what you were reading about in the news a year ago. It has come back down. The COVID boom used car market has come down. So, if you'd like to get a new value on it, go to GiveMeTheVIN.com. Load it up. License plate. Bada bing, bada boom. It'll tell you immediately. And don't forget our floral sponsor, Gordon Boswell Flowers. If you can go to John Clay Wolf Show or JCW Show, um, there's a link to Gordon Boswell Flowers around the corner or around the country. They are also America's best florist. Did you see the flowers at the Christmas party? They're gorgeous. Beautiful. Those guys really know what they're doing. Yep. I like that. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. This is John Clay Wolf, buyer for GiveMeTheVin.com. Be right back. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Who are you, his wife? Who are you, his mother? Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Give me the bed. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVid.com. Call John. Toll free. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com. What the hell are all these text messages y'all are laughing about? We're getting text. So our text in number. I haven't given it out all day. I guess people memorize it. Well, it's easy. It's 800-800-RADIO, which is the same as the call-in number. 800-800-7234 is our text toy call-in. What, what are the text messages that y'all are laughing about? A lot of them are things that we do, and they just make quick comments, but we're way past that. But one guy says here, I have a $1,000 bet that you guys will play Tom Petty or Fleetwood Mac again today. And part of that $1,000 bet is no Stone Temple Pilots. So, hmm. hmm. Well, so do we want to give him a Christmas present so he can win? It's an easy $1,000, <laughs> Right. That's a very easy. Will you not back down? Oh. <laughs> Let's see. I think we'll go with Fleetwood Mac Fleetwood first. Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Why not? With Tusk in response of Chrissy McVeigh passing away last week, America's songbird, really. Uh, I think that's a good call. So what's that guy's name or does it have his name? It does. It is Vince in Knoxville, Tennessee. Vince, there's your thousand bucks. This is Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Speaking of uh, Chrissy McVeigh, actually, Fleetwood Mac fans are mourning the fact that they'll never see the most famous band together again live. And if you're wondering, there's the last time they played was back in 2015 at the Isles of White Festival. And here's, you want a montage? Isles of White? Isle of White. Isle of White. Sounds racist. W-I-G-H. It kind of does. It kind of does. It hit my racial bone. That's right. I don't like it. I'm offended. Go ahead. W-I-G-H-T. Here's a little montage from that year with Fleetwood Mac. Number nine. Nine. If I had an Isle of Wight party, everybody would be pissed off. Yes, they would. <laughs> Good morning, Pittsburgh, WDVE. These aren't the good ones. No, these they're are okay. the good songs, but they sound terrible. And live, yeah. I swear, I thought that the track was slowed down the first time I heard it, but they just transposed their keys down because they can't sing as high anymore. Oh, this is from what 2015 15. or something. Yeah. So, you know, never saw them live. Did you, John? I did finally, and they're great. I was told they're a really great live act. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac's the bomb. 
I'm going to see uh, Stevie Nicks is playing with Billy Joel. What next else you got year. on the ticks? Uh, on the uh, yeah, I've got tickets to that. I have some breaking news. Oh wait, Actually, hold on. Very important stuff. We get straight to it. That'd be right. The very last Boeing 747 has oh, been made and is run. It has shut. Nobody could know this. It's time for plane talk with your <laughs> JD Ryan. They made like fifty-four thousand of these things. So it, it is a flying ship. It's the largest, maybe not the largest anymore. Not anymore. It, it is. Could just call it the largest airplane in the sky, commercial airliner. Yes. And what is weird about that airplane? It is one of the fastest. It flies at like pop point. 90 or 91 Mach. Almost Mach's the speed of light. Or sound, I'm yeah, sorry. The speed of light is really moving. <laughs> yeah, wow. But yeah, My bad. No, that, that 747 moves, dude. Yeah, it's a very fast jet. First, big as it is. What else on the text? You were talking about something, Turley, about a car show? or? Oh, no. That was our uh, our guy at uh, Austin in North Carolina at uh-huh. the office there in Charlotte. Yeah. They're having a, it's a, a impromptu car show. It looks like Transformers are out there. It's got the Bumblebee vehicle, the Camaro, the six, you know, the older Camaro, mm-hmm. uh, the semi trucks out there. Uh, it's just, just a couple of cool cars in the parking lot just showing at the up. Give me the yeah. VIN office. If you if you go to lo- give me the VIN.com and click locations, you see our North Carolina, or is it Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte office. There are the they're having there's a gathering of show listeners and they're bringing their transformer cars there. They're about to go on a Tory drive, so cool. that's cool. Yeah. All right, very cool. Yeah. 800-800 radio sponsored by us. Sorry, I have to play Stone Temple Pilots really quick. Oh, you're go. gonna, you're gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make this guy win. Congratulations, Vince, you've won. <laughs> He's got one more song. At some point, Tom Petty will come. You just gotta listen. <laughs> so speaking of bad rock and roll. What did Axel do? He threw a microphone at someone? Yeah, he, he's been doing it for like 30 years, throwing his mic into the audience, and he, he well, it finally happened. He finally smacked somebody in Australia, hit him in the face, hurt them. So he said, I will not be doing that any longer. I will no longer throw the microphone into the crowd. Uh, as the yeah, Axel Rose will no longer throw his mic into the crowd after hitting somebody in the face. Basically the same reason Tommy doesn't, uh, Tommy Lee doesn't unzip his pants. Same thing. Why would you throw a mic? <laughs> I get it. She got it. You could put an eye out with it. Right. Thing. Hey, Axel. Wait a minute. We have Axel here. Axel Rose I in totally the studio forgot. this morning. He is always a frequent <laughs> guest of the show. We love Axel. He's been coming on for years. Axel, are you sober or are you high this morning? Mm, don't you know I feel so bad? <laughs> Why? About the microphone, lady. Oh. Hit it right in the face. <laughs> Hit the face with a microphone. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, baby. You're in the audience. Here's a microphone. Suck. God. I feel so bad. Right. I can't throw microphones anymore, John. That's that's unfortunate. I heard a lady in Australia. She said, ooh. <laughs> I said, oh, no. Look right now. I hit it with a microphone. That's bad. So you're not throwing mics any longer. I'm bad. What, what would you replace that little bit? In your- I changed my routine at the end of the show. Instead of throwing a microphone, Yeah. I'm going to throw brass instruments. No. <laughs> brass no. instruments? Yeah. <laughs> Next concert, I'm going to throw a trombone. <laughs> <laughs> you could never hurt nobody with no trombone. They can see it coming. Trombone sounds beautiful. <laughs> I love my audience. Here's a French horn. <laughs> oh, Axel, I noticed when you came in, you you, you set a, a weapon on the countertop there. Is it like a nine millimeter or a three? No, that's a piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tiny flute, baby. <laughs> it whistles real pretty. When you throw Here, it, check it out. I'm gonna throw it to you. <laughs> oh, 
Sorry, John. Ouch, dude. You <laughs> put a little too much heat on that ball. You get me. a lot of air from a piccolo. <laughs> thank fast you, as thank you, Axl Rose. <clears throat> I think we should have Eddie Vedder on later just to offset the palate of Axl Rose. <laughs> <laughs> he makes no sense. He never has. Never has. <laughs> Visitors in Hawaii must respect. Have respect for the lava. Cut two. We have seen some stuff on social media where people are bragging about going out there, putting marshmallows up by the flow. <laughs> That's just really disrespectful for all Hawaiians, <laughs> for us as as a culture and you know that's terrible stuff hold on okay so, so what they're doing is they're, they're walking through the park where the live lava is going right and people are setting mush marshmallows next to the live lava so they can roast their marshmallows yeah, correct s'mores why not now, how's that disrespectful of the line well, a little gummy substance on the rock no yeah you're not being they're very serious about their about their lock about their whole place you, mm -hmm. you, you don't play around with their yeah seriously the hawaiian people yeah, that's I mean, spiritual land to them. They're it's very, very serious. spiritual. There you are. Thank you, Gigi. I mean, it's a it's a perfectly good waste of a marshmallow. It's the Manua Loa volcano, and people are going up next to it and putting these marshmallows <laughs> down. And the mayor does not think it's funny, and you will stop. <laughs> funny, it is funny. Putting a marshmallow on that lava is like hunting a deer with an AR-15. Right? <laughs> Bit of overkill there. Bit of an overkill. <laughs> wow, another reason to be offended. J.D., how many guns do you have? Oh, my Lord, do I own... When you said AR-15, it made me think about it. Yeah, I own two of those. Uh, <laughs> total, I'll, I'll just round it up. I don't Not that many, really. 20? 25? 20, 25? That's not a lot. Guns. That includes a shotgun my dad gave me right? 40 years ago. So that, you have two ARs. Two AR-15s. What else? Oh, a, a stash of 9 millimeters. Okay. I just bought... Uh, Kim, a 22, which is kind of cool. My grandma used to carry a little wallet size 22. 22. I got a 380. I got two 380s. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. What else? The, sh the shotgun, of course. When you shoot them? Oh, we, there's an outdoor gun range we go to about once a month. We go hey, out really? Just, yes. And how many rounds of AR ammo? Oh, do you have? that's the yeah, that's the big part. I probably got 3,000. Okay, we'll be right back. My name is John Clay Wolf, <laughs> and we are safe here in the studio with JD Ryan. <laughs> The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like the Gulf Coast home of Classic Rock, Mobile, Alabama's 96.1, The Rocket, and KNCN C101 Rocks Corpus Christi. Stream us live online or pick up the country's fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com and at johnclaywolf.com. And we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Ah, the news, baby. All about your disease. Yeah, you may have all you want, baby. But I got some Little Christmas song for you. How'd they do that? That's just so good. Good mashup. It is really good. R.I.P. Van Halen. Yeah. All of you. 800-800-7234. That's the call-in number and the text number. My name's John Clay Wolf. Her name is Miss Gigi Drummond. 
Hello. JD Ryan. Morning, morning. Bobo. Hello. Turley on the keys. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> and DJ Pre-K over there behind the glass. I don't know if he's, he's working, so he might not hear us. Holla. Holla, holla. You're going to like your new digs, Pre-K. Oh, yeah? What's it looking like? It's looking pretty good. Um, Man. Hey, Bobo, are you passive-aggressive? Am I? Yeah. I'm I'm told by you guys I am, but you're the only people who've ever told me that. Do you think you're passive-aggressive? Nah, I think I've got a snarky attitude. So you don't think passive-aggressive is what it is? Well, if I am, I'm not criminally passive-aggressive. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty good guy. Most people like me. I do think you're a good guy, and most people do like you. I just didn't know if... I'm looking at my run sheet here, and speaking of the new studio, he write, he puts number five on the top of the run sheet. We're going to miss the old show studio. Yeah. Even John's son loves this room. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So that's a story that he wanted me to bring up on the air. Now, if this isn't passive-aggressive, Bobo, I don't know what is. I don't think it's passive-aggressive. Even your son doesn't want us to leave this studio, John. Your son is against it. Do it for your family. Don't do it for me. Don't break up the family, I don't think that's me being passive-aggressive. I think that's you just being a bit of a bitch. Oh, and there's Baba. Really? Gigi? No, no, I didn't mean anything by it. It's a great story. Yesterday morning around 11, I started getting texts from your son. Right. And he just says, hi, this is Maddox Wolf. And Mm -hmm. I say, uh, I answer back. This is all text. Uh, Hi, Maddox. What's up? You okay? And he wrote back, yes, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, I asked my dad if we could use the studio this afternoon. Could you leave me a key outside? And I wrote back, I said, sure. And then he said, can you text me the address, please? And that that made that set up a red flag. I thought, wait, somebody's putting me together for something here. So I called you, and you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to play Dungeons and Dragons or something. Mm-hmm. And his friends, the library's closing early, so they want to. So I said, okay. So I left him the key, uh, told him where it was. Sent him the, and you made a good point. He's been up here a hundred times, but he's never driven up here. He just right. started driving. So driving mm-hmm. directions. Yeah, I gave him the address and left a key for him. Mm-hmm. Came in this morning. The place is spotless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put the key right back where I left it for him yesterday. Um, and so you, then you decide to get the run sheet in the most, the fifth most important <laughs> item on today's show presentation is... That story. We're going to miss the old show studio. Even John's son loves this room. Right. He wants to bring his friends here. Gigi? Mm-hmm. What, he feels good about it. Who, Bobo or Maddox? Maddox. I know, but I mean, you don't but, see what Bobo's doing? What well, I'm doing? Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> maybe just a, just a tiny bit. What's well, a great it's story? It's not me. It's your family. It's your son. Think about it. <laughs> no, please. No, please. You guys are really reading way too no much. Don't do it hate, for me. Do it for them. No one hates change as much as Bobo. The mm-hmm. point I really wanted to make, John, the mm-hmm. point I really wanted to make, and, and Gigi and JD and I do a show meeting every Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we're on. I'm on the line with guys, and I'm like, you guys think I should like hide the alcohol? Like they're teenagers coming up to hang around. Yeah. I mean, Dungeons and Dragons kids don't take shots. Nah, I was a Dungeons and Dragons kid, and yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, we did. And so they and they said, yeah, probably a good idea to hide. So I hid all the alcohol, took my gun and put it in in Bob, my bag. I know and you took knew it I know you said, well. We've, we, we've already done all this. Made it listen, safe for the listen, listen, here's what's really going on. You don't want to move studios at all. You don't? No, he doesn't. He'd never say it, but it, he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. Well, he lives close to this one, let's be honest. Sure. Five minutes. And the idea of what I'm putting together out there spooks him. 
because he doesn't know what's going on. It's new. He's never been out there. He doesn't know what I have planned. And somehow he thinks Evil John's trying to cut him out. <laughs> <laughs> where where did you come up with that, man? Hang on. I've got the builder on the phone right now. Okay. Mike, you there? I'm here. What am I putting downstairs below the studio for Bobbo? Downstairs is going to be a... Below. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what were we doing yesterday afternoon on the bottom floor of the new studio? Walking through what? Playing to that. Walking through everything. Yeah, but what were... Just, uh, the rooms downstairs, what are they for? For uh, staying, I guess, is bedrooms and things. Right. And are, are we... Am I, am I making it super comfortable? Were you like, Jesus, Wolf... Are you, I mean, do you really have to go this far with it? Do you really have to do all these lights and this couch and this TV and all this oh, island and the... Huh? Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. It's going to be cool. So if you were Bobbo and you were going to get it to go out there yeah. on a Friday and spend the night out there, are you going to be comfortable or uncomfortable? Comfortable as hell. <laughs> like, do you think it's probably better than where he lives now? He probably won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Tell tell Bobbo, because he doesn't believe well, anything I say. So this is the builder of the new studio for this show. Will you, Mike, will you tell Bobbo what we're building out there? It's like a lodge. It's gonna be it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a lodge and everything that you got at your house or probably more. For sure. And then upstairs. It's, uh, it's gonna be super the upstairs is going to be like a lodge. I mean, it's going to look like a rustic, you know, Wyoming scene, something like that. How many t like how many TVs? How many lights? How many production rooms? I mean, did you finally yesterday got what I'm doing, and you're like, oh my god. Right now, there's TV. Dump. Yeah, we got to dump that. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. I was, the problem with Mike and when he and I talk, and he knows he's talking to me. He cusses. He's a he's a heavy cusser. Right. Yeah. He'll just sit there and start mumbling cuss words. As very, we heard. very entertaining. Mm. Um, and then outside, <laughs> will there be a video component that'll make Bobbo famous? Oh hell yeah! Okay. <laughs> and then out, out outside the studio in the shop, like Jay Leno's garage, what's that going to look like? Oh man, this thing is this thing is about eight thousand feet. It's uh, it's going to be it's going to be nice. Mm -hmm. The front of it, you know, it's got the living headquarters. It's going to look like a log cabin, kind of. I mean, we've been throwing that around, but we know what we're doing now, I think. Mm -hmm. If you'll just turn me loose right. and let me go with it. And what is your specialty? But, uh, oh, God. Cussing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I like doing the, the exterior the exterior stuff, you know. I'm pretty good at that i'm pretty good at visual visualizing things and custom woodwork and I'm, i know what it's gonna look like before i do it you know a lot of people don't but i do because i do it a lot um, um barn like a barn wood re reincarnations lodge woodwork he, right. the guy's a craftsman on that He's not doing a good job selling what I'm trying to get, get Bobo no, to get excited look, about. It's going to look like the house on Yellowstone, yeah. basically. <laughs> Bob. Yes, I've just never been on the radio. I'm, I can't be myself. I, you need, I need to see all in person, He's then we'll nervous. go with it. Right, I got you. Anyway, yeah, it, I am. And then, like, the night of, like, before the show, uh -huh. do you think Bobo's going to be comfortable? Is there a place to, like, get his guitar out and a fire pit and a bar and a this and a that? I mean... 
I, I just don't think the guy understands what he what, what we're building for him. No, it's it's super nice, man. Plus the house up on the hill is, I mean, it's it's all, it's it's nice. The view is like anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. I'm I'm just trying yeah, to got, com- got, there, there, go ahead. Well, there's a balcony on the on the top story of the shop. There's a balcony, and we got to clear some trees out. But it's a hell of a view if we if we do it right. Right. Thank you, Mike. So, Bob, relieve, breathe in, breathe out. There is change coming, and you are going to be extremely happy. I think I'm going to love it, man. It's I haven't I, I haven't had a negative thing to say at all. I think I just... Uh, We're I'm, going to miss the old show studio. <laughs> Even John's son loves this room. Don't do it for me, John. Do it for your children. Do it for the kids. Let me tell you where I'm really coming from with that, though. Okay. It's, it's been a while since I've had, like, children in the house, you know, raised right. all my kids are grown and gone. And I, I felt a little pang of, like, responsibility. Your okay. son's coming up to hang around, so I hid the liquor. Mm-hmm. And I took my firearm home, and I left a key for him and came in. And this morning, the place is spotless. They used it really well. Mm-hmm. And it, it made me feel good okay, thank you to help a young person do I, something. Okay, I got it. That's I all that was, because I'm a sap like that. And there's a badass stage in the, I think it's 2,000 or 1,500 square foot studio. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yesterday, when we were laying it out, I was like, okay, this is going to be better than what I thought. Well, let me tell you what part of my plan might be. What? I may have to just move out there. Okay. We'll be right it's back. It's so far, man. It's so it's, far. Here's the truth. Here we go. It's an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, it's an hour and 15 wow, minutes. It's 40 hard. miles from the nearest Walmart, John. That's tough for me. All right. We'll be right back. Oh. James John Clay Wolf by Cars Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1 800 800 Radio. This is. Is the John Clay Wolf Show. What are we going to do? <laughs> it's radio, John. Okay. You're going to talk into a mic. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Dwight, um, 19 Ram Bighorn Diesel with 45,000 miles. It's a Mega Cab leather? Uh, yes. So it's a Laramie? No, no. Huh? Is it a Laramie? No, it's a Bighorn. Okay, but it says leather, so it's a, it's a cloth truck? Well, I'm sorry. It doesn't have leather. It doesn't have leather. Sorry. Okay. Hey, go load it into com, and we'll do it there. Will, um, 18 F-150 Lariat. This one is a Lariat. 116,000 miles. Getting a new truck, don't, don't know what you want for it. I think, well, what's a 150,000 mile four-wheel drive Lariat uh, 18, so... <sighs> 18 grand, is that right? Will, are you there? Are you asking or telling? I'm asking. Yeah, I'm here. Does that sound right? I'm doing it off the top of my head. 18 grand? <clears throat> um, I don't know, honestly. Let's go with 18 grand since you don't know and I don't know. 18 grand is the number. You know, we had a car this week at the auction that was really unique. It was a low mileage FJ Cruiser. It was tan, that desert tan. And it was just like the right one. It wasn't lifted. It was just stock bones, pretty nice, straight. I think this I think this car stickered for 38000 Okay. in 2014. And listen to us sell it. Hello, FJ Cruiser. We're going to give it a four-wheel drive. We're going to give it a four-wheel 
who's got one of these guys? Twenty-five thousand miles. I'm going to give it a seven. 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 I'm going and stickered for 38 fj cruiser if you have a low mileage fj cruiser put it into gimmethevin.com we'll pay all the money be right back the john clay wolf show pretty good out there divine inspiration want more of the john clay wolf show check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com this is the john clay wolf show Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Now, John Clay Wolf. Friend of mine's husband gave her COVID for Christmas. Oh, nice. Oh. It's been going around. She says she's going to... The gift that keeps on giving. She says she's going to give him crabs <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> she's got a pretty funny personality. They're running out of tests. Yeah, a lot of people were giving them away too, which is weird. They say one one hand they say they're running out, and then on Facebook, hey, call us for these free tests. Okay. At CVS, at Tom Thumb, we're giving them away. If a dog sniffs your finger after a butt scratch, that's how you do it. If if you're out of a COVID test, you scratch your butt. What? Put your finger over in front of the dog's nose. If what? he if he if he coughs, sniffs, then you've got COVID. If he doesn't, you're clean. Uh, that's totally not true. Okay, I, I <laughs> think it was. Just it made it up. I matched it against my test. It worked just fine. <laughs> hey, I was talking what? about, I was talking to someone this week and they're like uh, mesmerized by the information. So I thought maybe I should share it with the listeners Order. about car warranty cancellations. Guy bought this truck, sold this truck, made some money on it, but he said, I really didn't make as much as I should have because I bought that damn $5,000 warranty. Yep, they love selling I'm like, okay, then go cancel that damn $5,000 warranty. He said, what do you mean? I said, how long did you have it? He's like, six months. How long was the warranty? Five years. Okay. If you cancel the warranty, they'll charge you the amount that you had it active, and they'll refund you all the money that you did not use. It is insurance, car warranties, not factory warranties, but like when you take the up warranty. The extended warranty. The extended warranty, that is insurance. A lot of people don't know that. Most people don't know and that. And in the, in the United States, there's insurance laws. And if you cancel your insurance, you get a refund. So if you buy a $5,000 extended warranty and it's five years, you use the car for a year or you trade it in or sell it, you want to cancel that warranty then you can get the refund from the company. Dealers hate hearing this because the if there was profit on it, they'll charge the dealer back. Oh. But um, nonetheless, little food for thought. Your extended warranty that you're wondering if you should have bought it or didn't buy, it is cancelable and refundable for the amount of time that is left on it. So that is awesome. some car stuff for you guys huh. this week. You know what I was thinking about is uh, I went and saw the Eagles in wow. the past month, and I saw George Strait in the past month. Which are two amazing. Yeah, it's like El- it's like going to see Elvis and Elvis. Sure, great, great shows. What is the deal with the encore? The encore. 
Oh, you mean the big, the big, we're to go, we're done for the night, see ya, thanks for coming out. Right. And then the lights never come up, they go boom, 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 boom. Sure. While everybody stands and claps and your hands get sore, then they come back out like it was, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my God, they did it for me. I can't believe it. I guess. (laughs) They heard me. I guess we have a couple more in us. I mean, just shut up and do the show. Right. Well, you haven't played Life in the Fast Lane yet. Right. so. So you're not done. All right, Elvis, you haven't, you haven't played Suspicious Minds. Get up there. I mean, George Strait did a five-song encore. The yeah. Eagles did... They all do. They did this one. They did the Joe Walsh licks. Joe Walsh. The Joe Walsh licks are the height of the Eagles concert. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. He's the man. But, I mean, that encore thing, they need to come up with a new mechanism. <laughs> a new trick. Yeah. Nobody buys it that you're going home. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody leaves. You're lying. Right. They go back and get a drink. They change clothes. Come back out. But really, like George Strait, he just like walked off the stage and then just did a 180 at the door and came right yeah, back George, up. George has no show other than George. Right. He walks out. He tips his hat left. He tips his hat right. He walks to the center of the stage, does his show. Walks to the left, tips his hat when it's over, tips his hat <laughs> and walks off stage. That's the show. Yeah. But it was great. That's greatness. He's got great. a great touring band, George Strait. He's got like 50 people. It looked like Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. (laughs) There's a lot. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. But the damn tickets are so expensive. Oh, how much are they? Oh, you didn't pay. Uh, You're you're right. (laughs) Silly of me to ask. Does anyone know? Ironically, on the George Strait one, since I'd never seen him, I did buy tickets from a friend. Oh. Because, like, I've got to get tickets. And then the next day, a guy calls and asks if I'd like to be their guest. right. The bank. You know, same tickets, same great seat. Sure. And I'm like, yes. So I I had to sell them. What? But uh, oh. it was expensive, JD. What? What? Give me an idea what I would have paid. If I, I didn't. I did not. I, what a normal. I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm going to. Okay. Because it was so high, it made me sick. When I thought that I had bought them, I thought that I bought the pair for that price. Yeah. Now, where were you sitting? Third, or they third were... row back. Oh, oh, the stage? Yeah. Oh, hell. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all bets are off then. How much they... I was going to say so, 500, but it's more than that. So, I bid 6,900. So I I agreed to buying them for the pair at that price. And then when she sent me the invoice, it was a piece. <laughs> and it's someone I know and trust us, I can't welch on this. Because no. I, I stuck my hand up. And I was, I was just sick. I was sick yeah. of what I paid for these tickets. And then... My friend calls and offers me the same tickets for free. Like, there is a God. <laughs> yes, and the God's busy taking care of John Clay Wolf and the John and the George Strait Show. Now, did you get your money back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I gave them back to the lady that sold them to me and said, go sell these because you're good at it. And whatever you're short, <laughs> you're really good at I mean, it. I mean, you did me. Yeah. And I was like, whatever you're short, let me know, and I'm going to write you a check for the difference. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I didn't want to hang, leave her hanging because it saved me a gazillion dollars. Anyway, um, what was the point? Were they 500 apiece? Just tell us. No, they're more than that. No, I dude. You. That was disgusting. A thousand apiece? It was disgusting. More than that? We're not to oh disgusting yet. Oh, my God. Yet. What is disgusting? 3,000. I'm going. No, it's 10,000 for the total, right? No. Oh, my gosh. No, no, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> See, he had to go over the top to make uh-huh. it come back. Yeah, yep. It was uh, a lot. Yeah. So, so somewhere not... between three and 10. Yep. No. 
No. Less. Oh, a total, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah. Total, Some, yeah. Somewhere between three and ten. It was not even close to ten. But Did hey, he come it, home with you? No, but anyway, I didn't have to pay for him. So I'm, and I still, I, I know I owe her some money because there's no way that she got somebody that high. She snagged somebody that high on the flip. <laughs> you got him again. Because I thought I was buying a pair. You thought you were getting both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, would you, now would you like the other seat, John? So, what do you so, mean the other I mean, seat? inflation is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the food's ridiculous. Have the groceries been, are ridiculous. Have you been to the grocery store recently? No, I, I haven't been to the grocery store in 20 years. Of course, I'm sorry. I forgot who I was talking to. That's why he's married. Come I was, on. You know I went that, to Walmart this week for. and bought... Oh, well, thanks a lot. I went to Walmart this week. Spent $13 on foil. Anyway, where this is... It's, there's doing another thing called shrinkflation, where they're basically selling you the same item. Like, let's say it was a 10-ounce something for 5 bucks. Now it's 7 ounces for 5 bucks, and they think they're getting by. Here's a complaint call. This will be fun. This will be cut number three. A complaint call a man named Randy Taylor made to Jimmy Dean's corporate office about the size of the sausage. I don't know where you people come from. I don't know if you test your products. Your products are very delicious. Love your sausage for 30-something years, but I can't take and feed a family of five on a little 12-ounce roll of sausage. I don't mind paying you more money for your 16-ounce roll of sausage, but you don't have it anymore. You've got a 12-ounce roll, and you've got three men that weigh over 200 pounds apiece a woman that's a little plump and a daughter who's 13 and you're going to try to take a 12 ounce roll of sausage and a couple of dozen eggs and feed that it ain't going to work and i'm not going to purchase your product anymore or ever again and as far as your 16 ounce and maple and sage i don't eat that i'm not from the north i'm a texas man and i'm not going to buy two of those 12 ounce packages just because you want to downsize and charge the same price goodbye now the wow. best best part of the phone call is he thinks he hung up, but he didn't hang up. He just kept on talking, and uh, after that he thinks he tells a little bit more. Cut number four. Little twelve ounce damn roll of sausage supposed to feed your brother and me and you six hundred pounds of men, at least. You get my point? And the two girls, and they put it in that <laughs> roll of sausage. Son of a. Jimmy's dead. Leave him alone. Hey, I want to grab this real quick, okay. and I'm short on time. Jeff, are you there? Yeah. Hey, this is uh, you still doing? Are you still working with Baker? Yeah. Okay. So Jeff is Baker's um, quarterback coach. He's his guru, Baker oh, Mayfield. Oh yeah. And Baker had a hell of a performance on Thursday night as the LA Ram. And my understanding was he was traded Tuesday. But what I want to know, Jeff, is how in the hell did the man learn the plays that quick? Well, Sean's a great teacher. I mean, you know, he he, he kept it simple. He, I'm sure he condensed the play calls. I mean, you know, there's you know there's some baseline plays that Baker wants to throw. Sean partnered with him, and they put him in, and you know, it's it's an it was an advantage, I'm sure, because he was talking in his headset, so he was reminding him, you know, play pass to the right here, you know, make sure you and so you got three seconds to give him a little cue. Okay. And Baker's a smart cat, you know, he's a smart cat. That helps. So he, I did not, I was unaware, of, I wasn't thinking about the ear monitor that he can he can walk him through the play that's fixed to unwind and who the receivers are and who his one, two, and three is and all that stuff. That helps a lot. But yeah. that's still... And you, you call the play and you say, you know, you know remember you're going X to... X, X to, tie, X to the tight end here. X to the tight end. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you get little cues, but, I mean, still you got to get them out of the huddle. So, and Baker, I think Baker's really grown. I mean, he's just really matured. He's just, he's just a, I love the kid. I mean, he's just, 
to watch him develop now between the ears and not let, let any of this make him panic. And and uh, I had a long talk with the GM of Carolina um, on Thursday, and he loves Baker because he respects Baker because when he got to Carolina, his leadership was still perfect. Mm-hmm. His his uh, all the things that you, the the media that you people don't want to talk about, but really is why Porter Porter best because they care about them and they respect them, mm-hmm. they trust them and they admire them. You know all those intangibles. Baker is really you don't get Patrick and all these uh, emojis after the game with people saying anything but truly being happy for a guy unless they respect them. Right. And those guys, those guys know the dirt on everybody, on each other, if there is dirt. Right. And Baker, there's a bunch of illusions out there that the media try to create. And I'll be honest with you, because of the, the stuff Cleveland was saying, that just quite frankly, it's it's garbage, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's overcome all he's overcome all that, and he's proven people that he is a good soul and a good leader, cares about his teammates, gives you 100. percent And let's go. Real quick, so, and not, not to be negative, and I know it's not your job to be negative. This is your guy. You rep him. Um, but why did they let him go if he's that great? Why did Carolina let him go? Well, how does uh, I'm not gonna, I can't say anything okay. there because I care about I care about so I care about Matt Rule and I care about Scott Fitter or the GM. And I care about my relationship um, with you. And I'm not going to put you on the spot if it's a bad place to put you. I'm sorry. I, I was just sincerely wondering. You're not. You're not. I, you know me. I'm not going to answer you. Right. I mean, it's not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say something I, I don't. I'm not comfortable saying. He, what I, he's I trying just, to say, John, know, is that Carolina is, is they're trying to lose. They're trying to get that first pick. Okay. If they're going to have you know, the, the, the bottom line is Sean McVay can identify a quarterback strengths and 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 call plays and manipulate situations around his strengths. Sean McVay is a great uh, non-threatened individual when a secure quarterback walks in the door. That's all I will tell you. I got you. And and other some some institutions, colleges, high schools, NFL guys. Here's what I do. Let's go. Well, you know what? I don't do that well, but I got all this talent. But I do this, this, and this well. Can you adjust what you're doing a little bit? Mm-hmm. And Sean McVay is incredible at that. He's incredible, and that's why he's a championship coach. You told me at the beginning of the year Baker Mayfield is going to shine, and he has not shined, but until Thursday, and he, he shined for the nation. So whatever you were seeing and saying was proven right so cool i hope it keeps going well i gotta go here's to break what i would tell you go ahead, here's, here's go ahead. what i tell you boys mm-hmm. with your listeners am i on the air right now yes oh, oh i didn't know so here's what i would tell you once a quarterback does something crazy good mm-hmm. quarterbacks don't they oh, don't get worse people around them get worse they don't get worse play calling gets worse a route running gets worse. Protection gets worse. But once a player like Baker takes a place like Cleveland to the playoffs three years ago, mm-hmm. he didn't magically go home and take a bad pill and all of a sudden become a worse player. It's all garbage. When it, Once a guy shows he's got an exorbitant amount of talent, it's not him. And quarterbacks now are they're victims of everything going on around them, and that's the reality of all of it. I've got to go to break, Jeff. Thank you so much for calling in and uh, laying some light on this. Cool. Good talk to you. And call me when you're in town. Bye. Bye. My name is John Clay Wolf. Black Cars, the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. 
You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Oh, yeah, we're back. Back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Heard all across America. Los Angeles, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Las Vegas, San Diego, and available to the rest of the world at JCWShow.com. My sweet little wife told me today's show was going to be terrible. Why? How come? Because I have not been around her enough this week. Oh. She, she's doing the passive-aggressive shaming on me. Yeah. If you're not and, around me, the show's going to be bad. Yeah, because I get so much material from her. Ah, okay. Right. Uh-huh. You need to stay around more. But she had COVID. I had oh, COVID. Oh, no. When, when, when I, when I um, lit hot on, when I took a test on Monday night, and it was hot, then she went into your, um, what do you call seclusion? Yeah. Isolation. isolation. You got to do this and this. this. You know, I had it for a week. Yeah. So last Saturday when we were all here, you had it. Yes. And the, <laughs> and the company Christmas party. I was the super spreader. Oh. And everybody caught it. I had no idea. I did not test my, until Monday night. My immunity must be great because I talked to you really close. Yeah. So she's like, well, you got to go into quarantine doing all this. And I just walked to my closet, got my bag packed. And she's like, where are you going? I said, to the hunting lease. To the, hunt, to the hunting camp. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the trailer. If I'm going to have to do this again, I'm not going to be around y'all. I'm not going to sit here and listen to how I have to do this and this. I'm just going to go out to the country. And I don't feel that bad. No. So I spent the two days out there. Feel good now? I feel great. Great. Yeah. Good. Your show's going to be terrible because you don't get material from me. <laughs> uh, you you didn't even waste a second. You knew where you were exactly oh, going. Yeah, <laughs> really. I mean, when I saw the hot <laughs> test, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> See ya! And I was looking through some notes because when I when I hear her say silly things, mm-hmm. I write it down. Just notes. Sure. So, so um, dumb blonde stuff my wife says. All right. Um, this won't get you in trouble. We went a rodeo. We were talking about going to the rodeo, and she called it a cow performance. <laughs> I love that cow performance. It's so European. It that's, is. That's she's very from, fact. She's yeah. from. Well, and it's accurate. When is the cow performance? <laughs> <laughs> was she trying to be funny? I uh, know. No. Um, something came up about uh, necrophilia, mm-hmm. and she said, "I know it's weird and all with dead people, but why do they have to be racist?" Gigi guy, that's funny. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a fast inside ball, and Gigi caught it. Mm -hmm, I gotcha. Another one was a that kid just loves fire. He is such a little nymphomaniac. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're right, honey. You helped the show today. Thank Thank you you with your comments. I'm sorry I've been gone in in isolation. But I gave it to her, so she's been all laid up. Oh, you get okay. You give it to her. Yeah. So now she's in quarantine, and I'm going out every night. Uh What are you doing now? I'm going to dinner with a friend. Well, I'm homesick. But if you're sick, you're going to be a very complaining. Mm -hmm. Be asleep. I'd hate to wake you. Right. And and I don't want to bother you. That'd be rude. So after I got, I've been out every night this week, and that's where this came from. She's like, you have not been around me for a week. You went to California last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Came back here, company Christmas party. Sunday, where you go riding at the ranch on go dirt biking. Monday, you leave because you're in quarantine, and now you're going out every night with your friends. Your but, list. but if you were in the house, you'd have to stay away from her anyway. And, well, no, I wouldn't have to stay away from her because I had it recently. Oh. oh what, what do you say, Mike? 
his list of reasons why I'm not going to be around you. You led with, you're going to be bitchy. Is what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just said that. There's no question. That's the one that's going to haunt you're you. You're not going to do anything right. Yeah, you're right. in trouble now, but... No, but I mean, you're just not going to do anything right. There she is at the front door. Everybody's going to be, uh, you know, it's just right. not going to be a positive... So why don't I leave you alone so you can sleep and rest and recover? Right. That's with, great, yes. Why don't I leave you here with the kids so you can rest and recover? Right. Yeah, that, uh-huh. I mean, you hear what you're what you're saying the kids are handled oh they're done everything's okay. good okay the other one's moving the little one i mean we got him a car right him. yes yeah i was trying to be positive and leave her alone let her get him well you should have led with that not with you're gonna be bitchy <laughs> well That's i mean funny i was trying to avoid a problem <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah. Gigi, you've been married so when, when, when you start when you when you're very irritated with your man and you start giving him hell do, do you would you rather them just sit there and take it or just leave you alone i think it's good to leave me alone because sometimes i don't even like to hear him breathe <laughs> yes you know what i mean and then you're just mad look at him sitting over there breathing, breathing. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean just stop because it, it yeah so easy to you to breathe yeah and I'm stuffy, so I breathe loudly. Right. That's it. That's you know what I mean? Sounds like Darth Vader. Right. There he goes. Sneezing again. I was trying trying to help. Just trying to help. Oh, God. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. In case you don't know, Kirstie Alley, you might remember her from Cheers yeah. and several others. Uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. She passed away this week. Mm-hmm. I did not see that coming. Does anybody know how, why, what? They said it was a very brief, um, a brief illness. Kirstie Alley died, um, well, they're saying a short battle with cancer this week. Earlier this week, she was uh, 71. Kirstie was best known, of course, for Rebecca on Cheers. Here's a classic scene. Rebecca finally met Diane. We all know, if you watch Cheers, you know who these people are. Her current boyfriend, Sam Malone's ex on Cheers. Cut number eight. So, Rebecca, tell us about yourself. Sam never mentioned what you do. I am a corporate attorney. <laughs> With the firm Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. (laughs) That sounds familiar. Yeah, they're a pretty famous group. Listen. um. (laughs) She was great. Beauty, man. It was. She was from everyone that's ever worked with her. She was a pretty cool chick, too. She she and Anna Nicole hold the candle for full figure beauty. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, Nice way to say it. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. We're going to do... Ah, oh, we don't have time for backtracks. Mm-hmm, no. I'm going to do backtracks when we start back up. So we're going to lose several stations here in a moment, in a minute and a half. And then we we do an, another hour live on the West Coast. And you guys that we lose in the Central Time Zone, in the Mountain Time Zone, just go to jcwshow.com and click Listen Live. And you can catch the next two hours on the stream jcw show and also a podcast goes up every saturday afternoon of the entire show with the commercials and the music stripped out goes up about two bobo does that he, he does, does a really great good job, job. Bobo. job. right on bobo oh well, thank you very much we love you bobo <laughs> thank you and we're going to do a steve miller backtracks to give away as soon as we come back in a moment so if you want to hear that and you're in the central time zone in most cases some, some stations carry all stations carry this show this show's on for six hours every saturday morning and there's across four time zones so we do four of them live so it's mixed and matched and in some people get different stuff so the whole 
pure thing is on the podcast. I can't be funny for six hours straight, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried. With your wife's help, you could. I could if I had my, if I'd take more pointers from my old lady. There you are. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. I love you, babe. I was just busting your balls. Don't bust mine when I get home, please. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. It's fun. She's a great hand. Um, be right back. John Clay Wolf Show. Here's what's going on in the Wolf Pack. Let's see what our own Reverend Charles has to say about reparation. Good Lord. I preach this sermon many times. If you want your reparations, I hope you get it. Because commandment number six is thou shalt not covet what thy neighbor have, and don't look at his wife, and don't look at his wife's ass neither. (laughs) (laughs) The John Clay Wolf Show, every Saturday morning. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Good morning, San Diego. Good morning, L.A. Bakersfield, Sacramento, Vegas, Phoenix, Tucson, Denver, Colorado Springs. Who else is there on these time zones? The hardcores down in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, they carry it all day. Hanging on. (laughs) And I think Oklahoma. And some others. Good morning to all you guys. Thanks for joining us. Um... Kenny, you've got a mild out, clapped out F two fifty, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is it a, so? It's an 05 Ford F two fifty Lariat. Oh five, oh three, five. Um, so has it been bulletproofed? Yes. So it's a six four wheel drive, bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And. Six liter, which was problematic, but the ones that are still running, most of them have been bulletproofed. On a scale of one to ten, how nice is this truck? Uh, eight and a half, nine. Okay, it's got one hundred fifty thousand miles on it. No body damage. The seats aren't torn. The steering wheel's not wore out. No, everything's perfect. The driver's seat on that truck is the leather was weak, so coming in and out of it, a lot of them are, are exposed. They're torn. You know what I'm talking about? No, perfect. All right. Yeah, no, no tears, ribs, tears, scratches, nothing like that on the seats. Sounds like a nine ten grander then. How much? Nine to ten grand. It's a O five, right? Yeah. Hmm. Hundred and fifty eight thousand miles. We're a little far off on that. Hundred fifty eight thousand miles. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, this crazy car market that we saw over the past two years is not here anymore. No, just is it bottomed out, you think, though? At least it's stopped I think falling. Our toes, I think our toes have touched the sand oh, this good. week. I really do. Thank goodness. That's good. God, is it good? Because it has been painful since August. Watching this come down and trying to trade it, it it's very difficult. On average, wouldn't you say, when the world is right, mm-hmm. used car prices drop about a point, maybe a <laughs> 1%, maybe point a, a month. Half, a month. Yeah. And they've been doing 10%. Yeah, it, it's dropped fifteen percent in the past um, ninety days. Mm-hmm. God, that much! But it went up so much. Yeah, everything that oh, goes up must was, come down. It was crazy, crazy high. Now everybody's having this. What do you mean, my right? You don't know what you're talking about. Well, shopping around. Come on back. You know, I love this announcement from Walmart saying the CEO said if we're going to close stores because of shoplifters, huh. not all stores, the stores where the local police will not prosecute. 
we can't afford this anymore. Okay. We don't want to afford this anymore. If if because you know a lot of smaller areas, Walmart is their core. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And they're just saying if the police will step up, take care of it, then we'll we'll you'll save your core. And if not, we're leaving town. Well, I got an idea for Walmart then. How about this? You put checkers back so it's not so mm-hmm. easy for you to throw something in your bag you didn't check. Right. How about that? Right. I haven't been to Walmart in a while. Are there literally no checkers? There are no there are no checkers any longer in my Walmart. It is it is, oh my gosh, twenty five self checkout things. Yeah. It's all designed differently. Well, how do you not steal then? Because you're—I don't steal because I'm not a thief. A thief. Yeah. They can just go around. It's almost like anyway. you don't have to be a thief. Like I mean, well, I forgot to scan that. Ah, screw it. They, here's what they've done. There's some guy in some number counter somewhere said it's. We're going to know we're going to get stolen from. That percentage is less than paying these checkers and giving them medical insurance and giving them insurance and giving them time off and all the headaches that go with having these people. So it's cheaper. We know people are going to steal, but that's cheaper than having Chris. Do you really think that's the lie? Yes. All you have to do is just go out the door. You don't, it doesn't matter if everybody's there with checkers. You, it's not like you have to go through like an but there's Ikea. A guy, no, no, no. Isn't no, there a guy at the door checking the receipt? There is yeah. sometimes. Anything that's not bad. So they really went honor system on a third of it? Yes. Oh, at least. Get out of here. Uh, go to Walmart. <laughs> Gigi, have you been to Walmart? I've been to Walmart. And what I noticed is in the affluent areas, there's nobody checking the receipt. But in the areas that are not affluent, they check the receipt. That's so. not, well, in my, yeah, we live in an affluent area, and somebody checked my receipt last night. So that's not. What does affluent mean? Affluent means, you know. I know what it means, but I want to hear your, your version. No, my, my, not, not your neighborhood. Lower than that. <laughs> you're, you're a super affluent. We do not have a Walmart in our neighborhood. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> you just made my point. <laughs> but you said you live in an affluent neighborhood, so what's that it's, mean? It's middle affluent, middle America. Gigi, what's your what's your version of affluent? Um, really nice. You know, you live mean? in Temecula. That's not junky. Well, they check receipts, so you know they may not be, but they check in your receipt. Okay, you're not getting out without saying here. But look still at my not going to stop anybody. No, well, you can boldly you walk out the door. Just wanting to steal. You're well. You well, can I, I'm walk. not saying I've done it before, but I know something about it. And sure, it doesn't matter if there's somebody checking out. You can still go out the door. You can walk right out the door. Of yeah, course. I mean, it yeah. makes it it makes it harder. You know, the one yeah. thing I miss most about so I had an injury 17 years ago in a motocross accident, and I cannot run anymore. I can walk slowly, but I cannot run, and it has really cramped my style on dining and dashing. Sure. <laughs> of course. So I guess we found out who on the staff would steal. Well, I mean, it, it, but this was a while back. Yeah, it's not saying now. I mean, come on. D- you know? Dining and dashing. People are stealing. Uh, it's an art form. Police in, of course, Florida are on the hunt for a man who stole dozens of items from a Florida Burlington. This is my favorite story of coat uh, from the Burlington Coat Company store, catching several minutes of him on security tape dragging out clothing into his car. How does that happen for several minutes and nobody says anything? Because there's no checkers. Here's the police sergeant, <laughs> Jose Torres, cat number five, Mike. He's doing the holiday shopping on the dime of the store. Right. And it's something that we will not tolerate. Very brazen thief. Right now, we have a, a saturation of officers out there in the parking lots, undercover, in uniform. And when you see something like that, they need to be caught. Oh. That's the key. But they didn't stop him. So what was their point? Right. Maybe you ought to keep a better eye on your stuff. Well, you can't. If you, I've worked retail before. You cannot do anything. You're not, that's part of the rule. You're not allowed to no. stop them? You can't, no, it's no. policy. That's policy. So that's why they have to have security out there. 
you have to have a cop or something like that. So we're in the car auction 20 years ago, and these dealers are bidding on cars, and it's a very action-packed trading pit. Okay. And this guy... You know, he he overbought this car, and the auctioneer just kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and taking more bids. And so once like stop, sold, buyer number 1327, that guy looked, and he just took off running. <laughs> and you know the guy on the floor that goes, yep, 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 yep. the ringman. So that guy takes off after him. Oh, and my God. The fellow took off so fast, he left one shoe behind. <laughs> he was running. The ringman tackles him. <laughs> he only made it about eight yards. And the ringman, like a linebacker, comes across the field, whack, takes him out. <laughs> and that guy gets up and starts running again. The ringman catches him again, grabs him, takes him, and puts him in the trash can. What? Mm. In the- <laughs> puts him in the trash? Puts him in the trash can. Oh, my God. Head first. Mm. <laughs> Head first. You're not going to make somebody. Oh, now, what happens in that? Oh, the ringman got fired. I've never seen him again. Okay, but, but the guy—that was a great, great football move. It, you know, when you're when you're when you're reviewing tape, a football move was made. Therefore, the play is a touchdown, right? Or catch. This was a football move. <laughs> Did the guy have to pay for the car? Of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah, um, I've seen that three times where people take off running. They just overbid everything, and they went, "I'm out of here." Yeah, well, they, they, they just. They they want to get the hell if out of If you can't dog. catch me, you ain't going to make me pay. Well, but it's all on tape, Yeah, dude. it's all there. And they know who you are. It's, yeah. it's not like strangers walking to these auctions. Sure. I've had people come up to me after during the sale and say, hey, man, I made a mistake. And I'll let them out. Oh, sure. That's, that's but that's why thing. so many people buy cars from us, the dealers, with confidence. And that's why we can pay more to the public at GiveMeTheVin.com. Because we can sell the cars wholesale a little bit higher than everybody else. So that means we can pay a little bit more than everybody else. And that's really the secret sauce of the whole thing. If you can sell it just a little bit more, then you can pay just a little bit more. And then you can beat other people and get more cars bought and have a bigger business. And it's that stupid. And it's not just, I mean, that's the Walmart approach too. If they they can sell it a little bit cheaper, then if they can buy it a little bit cheaper. Have you heard that Walmart is hellish on their negotiations with their vendors? Absolutely. There's a reason. Yeah. So that they can own everything just a little bit cheaper and they can sell it just a little bit cheaper. Therefore, they can have a better business. Speaking of, if you'd like to sell your car right now on the air for everybody to hear, call me. I'm here. My name is John Clay Wolf, owner of GiveMeTheVin.com. I've been in this 28 years. I've been doing the radio show for 17 years. On a lot of these stations on the West Coast, I think in L.A. we're two and a half years old on KLOS. Yes. San Diego, we started last April. Sacramento, I think, was April. Phoenix was April. Tucson was about a year ago. Reno, good morning. I think that was about two years ago. Yeah, we've got a lot of affiliates all over the country. It's fun. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO is the call-in number or the text-in number. 800-800-7234. Call in now. Give me year, make, model, miles. Year, make, model, and miles. Average, rough, or clean. And I'll hang a number on it. We'll do a deal right here on the radio right now. Coming up next. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. This is where we bid a couple of cars for you guys, the call-in. On behalf of GiveMeTheVin.com. So these bids are good at GiveMeTheVin.com. Paul, good morning. You're on the air. Uh, automated range was six to 8,000. So you did go to GiveMeTheVin and it offered you 8,000 if it's nice. Does that work? Correct. Uh, no, sir. Not at this time. What works? I say right at 10, John. Okay, and it's a 
13 Infinity G37. Is it a convertible or a coupe? It is the all-wheel drive sport. Um, okay. It's a coupe. Gotcha. The paddle shifters, heated seats. Yes. All-wheel drive sport. Excess. All right. Uh, does it have any any car? Does it have frame damage, Carfax damage, any anything weird? No, none. Zero. Uh, book book me in at ten grand. I'm good. Go whoever you're dealing with it. Give me the VIN. Write back to him. Said just hung up with John on the radio. He said he'll buy it for ten grand. And thank you. And, I love the show. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, sir. Joel. Good morning. You're there. How are you doing? Oh eight Ford F. 450, which is a one and a half ton dually. This one's a Lariat, which is good, so it's leather. Three body styles back, 90,000 miles. That engine was troublesome. Is your engine okay? Is it having any errors right now? No, nothing at all. Okay. Does it have a sunroof? It does not. Is it a flat? So the bed, a lot of, a lot of times those F450s came in cabin chassis mode. For like hauler beds and stuff like that. Was yours, did it come with a factory bed or did it? Did you put a bed on it? No, it's a factory bed with a fifth wheel in it. We use it to pull RV. Okay, and it's got the 20-inch wheels. Uh, 19.5. Right, same thing. Who cares? Um, have you already gone to give me the VIN and loaded it up? I have not. The two-wheel drive, as you know, is not worth nearly, not nearly as desirable as the four-wheel drive. Uh, I'm thinking 15 grand off the top of my head. I might need to do a little research on this one. So, load it up into GiveMeTheVin.com and uh, tell the buyer to send it to me when I get off the air and let me uh, d- triple check myself, okay? Will do. Thanks. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com if you'd like to sell your car. It'll give you an automated range. You can negotiate with your buyer just like we just did. Get the deal done, get you paid, get you picked up, in and out. Look at the reviews online for GiveMeTheVin.com. There's a reason that we're five stars or 4.8 and everybody else is like 2.2. We do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it. And that's what makes the company special. We pay you quick and we pay you right and we're the high money buyer. And if we don't beat a CarMax offer, we'll send you a check for $100. My name is John Clay Wolf. Be right back. Some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVid.com. Call in 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com. Backtracks, backtracks, backtracks. That is where we play a song backwards. Two songs. You guess them what they are. Call in, answer the question correctly first, and win the stuff. Who is this week's Bob? Steve Miller Man. So listenable. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. I love Steve Miller. I've never seen him live. Really? Never seen him live. I want to. Pretty good band. I've had a lot of friends. in my high school. I've had a lot of friends go to Steve Miller shows and say, oh, man, he played a lot of blue stuff. I didn't know. Well, it is Steve Miller. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. That long cut, uh, I forgot what it's called, something blues, 
He's he's got an album that's very bluesy. Yeah. It was not mainstream and it's wonderful. And he took a lot of his hits and re rearranged them as blues songs, long form. That's awesome. It's awesome. I love the slow version of uh, the Joker, man. That's Let's cool. do Stevie Miller. Call in now if you're a Stevie Miller head. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio or text into the same number. And guess these two songs, what they are played forward. We're going to play them backwards. Cut one. I got it. Next. I got it. No, I'm wrong. I, I thought I had it. I just looked at the answer. I'm cheated. Let me do it again here. And I'm wrong. Uh, yes. Here's one. Two. I should have gotten that. Now that I know the answer and I'm listening to it, it's like, duh. Yeah, it's one of those one, one chord songs, kind of. Aren't they all? Hmm. Kind of. <laughs> now that you mentioned kinda. it. Yeah. They made a lot of money out of those one chord songs. This day back in 67. Did you see the Today in Rock History thing? No. They Just starting off, just starting off, the Steve Miller Blues Band, they were called at the time, signed with Capitol Records for an unprecedented, at the time, $860,000 over a five-year what contract. Year? Back in 1967. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of money for back then. Mm-hmm. Cut one. Cut two. Call in 800-800-RADIO and tell us what those two songs are, and we will tell you what you won. Top five worst rock and roll moments. Actually, it's top 50. Rolling Stone magazine put together of the 50 worst decisions in music history. Bob really has this story. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Do you uh, do you recognize this this uh, Billy Squire song right here? Which cut? Oh yeah, here we go. I thought there was a cut. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you remember rock, that? Rock me not? Yeah. Yeah. You remember the video for that? Pink spandex, maybe. Yeah. Number five on our list of the worst decisions in music history. Was it the end of his career? 1984. Billy Squire obliterated his career with one cheesy music video. <laughs> for the song Rock Me Tonight on MTV. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Number four, 1970. At the height of the Vietnam War in 1970, the group Blood, Sweat, and Tears did a tour sponsored by the United States government. Very unpopular among mm-hmm. hippies of the day. Number three, and this this should have this should have gone higher. Number three, Decca Records passed on this day in 1962, signing a little group from Liverpool called the Beatles. We'll pass. And they wound up on Capitol. Wow. Right? <laughs> Number two, and this is, a, this is a great story, Jerry Lee Lewis married his underage cousin, Myra, <laughs> this day in 1958. And number one on the list, and this was, a, this was a pretty big deal in the history of rock and roll, the Rolling Stones hired the Hells Angels to provide security at their 1969 concert at Altamont Speedway. Yeah, that was dumb. You ever heard of that? Oh, a lot of people are saying that was like the end of the 60s. Uh, I've got a clip of audio from Jefferson Airplane's Paul Kantner stopping the show early in the day after their lead singer was knocked out by a Hell's Angel right there on stage. It's all right. It's kind of weird up here. Hey, man, I'd like to mention that the Hell's Angels just uh, smashed Marty Ballin in the face and knocked him out for a bit. I'd like to thank you for that. Just, uh, you can stand by you're me. Talking to me. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you, man. I'm talking to the people that hit my lead singer you're in the head. You're talking to my people. Right. Now, let me tell you what's happening. Oh, no. Oh, that's what the story is here? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, it's scary. Who's doing all the beating? Hells Angels. Hells Angels are doing beating on musicians? Marty got beat up. Oh, man. 
Now that's <laughs> that's the Grateful Dead just showing up for their their part of the show later in the day. And the drummer from Santana said, "Hey man, the Hell's Angels are starting to like beat up hippies in here." And they're like, "Oh yeah, well uh, see you later." <laughs> and, and the Grateful Dead did not play that day. Of course, the night culminated in a guy being stabbed to death by the Hell's Angels right there in the crowd during the Rolling Stones set later that night. Altamont Speedway. Bad day in rock and roll. Ron in Arizona, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. So you're the first caller on the guess of the two um, Stevie Miller songs run backwards. What are your guesses? My guesses are Jungle Love and Living in the USA. Yes on Jungle Love. No on Living in the USA, but thank you for playing. I'm trying to think. Hey, Pre-K, put seven on hold right now, please. <clears throat> Beverly Hills, California, you there? Yes, hi. Uh, calling uh, Lee from Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. What are your two guesses? Uh, Jungle Love mm-hmm. and uh, Space Cowboy. Bingo. There you go. Woo-hoo. Bang. <laughs> How long have you lived in Beverly? Uh, about 40 years. Yeah. So the the homes here. the homes there and in Bel Air, you know the big ones, everything's 10, 20, 30, 40 mil. What do they charge you in tax? Not I mean because does the state does the state income tax in California offset? I mean I'm guessing your home you, you can nobody knows your name so you can you can say but is it like eight million? Uh, less than that. Okay. Less than that. Probably about uh, less than that, about half that. Okay, so. Do you, do you know what you pay a year in, in real estate tax? Uh, I do not. I do not. My wife, my wife is uh, uh, handles all that. I got you. And but the state income tax is that twelve percent? Uh, I believe it's ten. Okay. I just was trying to do the math on like you know tech, the, these non-income tax states they have to get it somewhere so they get it on property taxes. Florida mm-hmm. charges more property tax. Texas charges more property tax. And um, I, I was just trying to do the math if the property taxes that we pay in Texas outweigh or are equal to what you would pay in state income tax. And the answer from what you're telling me is absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It's about, in Texas, it's, you'd pay 30000 per million in property tax. So if you had a you know, million dollar home, you're going to pay $30,000 on your property tax. And in California, if you have a million dollar home, which uh, RV trailer in California is a million bucks, yeah. uh, I think you pay about six. I think. But anyway, you didn't call in about taxes. You called in about Steve Miller. <laughs> and um, I just saw the Beverly Hills. It's, you know, I mean, hell, you know, you've lived there four years. You don't think about it. But, but us outsiders, when we drive through there, we still get glazy eyed. You just can't help it. I mean, it's 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 it. it's so na- it's so worldwide um, advertised. BH BH BH. You know, it's just such a big deal. You can't stop but look at the signs. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is a great. It's a great town. It's a great town. Cool. Well, you won. Um, you may be wealthy enough. You don't care what you won. <laughs> <laughs> but if you well, want it, if, if, if if you want it, you got a Steve Miller CD and a T-shirt that says "Sell That Bitch" from GiveMeTheVin.com. In a photo of us, the crew here, a slick signed. But I, I mean, love that. If you'd like it, I'll send it to you. 
Do you have your FedEx yeah, number absolutely. handy? Absolutely. <laughs> I do not. Okay, you can use mine. All right. Hey, Pre-K, grab him on line seven and send him his winnings, please. Thank you, sir. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Steve in Westchester, PA. John. I know you won, but you're not from Beverly Hills, so it wasn't as interesting to take your call. <laughs> Well, I, I figured you might as well hear uh, from the other side of the coast. Yeah, you no, know, no. We're on the West Coast. When... I hear you. I, I was just looking. Where I was are... looking at three people that had the same answer, and he was in Beverly Hills, and you're in Pennsylvania. I'm like, ah, let's talk to the guy in Beverly Hills, right? That makes sense. All right, Corey, same thing with you. I mean, you're from Denver, dude. I mean, go Broncos. It's not Beverly Hills. You there? <laughs> I am. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank- oh, that's my Corey. Hey, bud. You had it. That's true. Hey, bud. How are you? <laughs> Good. Corey, I took him motorcycle riding when he was in town the other day. You did? Yeah. How long had it been since you'd gone on an enduro trail? 15. 15 years. Did it whip you? You whipped me. Uh, I wasn't trying to whip. I just said, did the bike and the train. You the... whipped me. You pushed me hard. You uh, pushed me hard. You did good. We need to do that again when you're in town. I love that stuff. Yes, sir. Thanks for calling. My name's John Clay Wolf by Cars and Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show. 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Give the Call John, Give me the toll free, 800-800-RADIO. Raiders, Rams. Last minute win Thursday night football. We got a pretty stunning end to this week's Thursday night football matchup. Baker Mayfield, who just took over the Rams quarterback position on Monday, was brought off the bench after only two days working with the team and orchestrated a last minute comeback to win the game 17 16 in high drama. Here's the final call cut one. Second and 10, Mayfield. To the end zone to Jefferson. Is that possible? Touchdown. This is impossible. They go 98 yards. There is a new leading man in Hollywood. (laughs) Holy mackerel. This is unbelievable. And that's going to be your new starting quarterback once Matthew Stafford retires. Guys that missed the segment about an hour ago, I had Baker Mayfield's quarterback coach on the air with us. And you can listen to that on the podcast that will go up today about 2 o'clock. Jeff Christensen, he coaches Patrick Mahomes, Mayfield, and who's the Texas kid? Quinn Ewers, UT, University of Texas. But he's a celebrity quarterback coach of sorts. And he coached Baker. And he kept telling me how good Baker was. And then Baker showed us this week. So that's great. But yeah, you can listen to that interview. And it's, if, you're, if you're a football head, go back and grab the podcast. And we had him on about an hour ago. It was really cool. 800-800-7234-800-800 Radio. Matt in San Diego. Good morning. How you doing, John? Um, I'm good. I'm looking at what you want for this car. It sounds higher than hell. You told Pre-K you want 29000 for it? Well... 
I mean, it was over 30 brand new, so I'm just fielding some offers right now. Okay. Shut your why, ass up. Why don't you call me back when you feel some more? Because we got to get down to where we can talk. We're not at a point. It's a where beautiful car. <laughs> they all you know, are. They, they, they don't make the the coupes anymore, right? But they made five million of them, so they're not. They're not. It's not a. What are we talking about? It's not a super bird. It's a. It's a seventeen Honda Accord coupe. Oh my god! <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were talking about a classic. I car mean, or it, it must be a, a V six. It must be. What the hell? It's a three point five liter touring edition, and it's that that nice red color with the black rims mm-hmm. and the sunroof. Mm-hmm. But you want twenty nine thousand for it. Well, is this what a would you guys offer? is this a gag call? Like, no, this isn't a gag call. How many miles are on it? About sixty-five thousand. Okay. The money on the car is uh, nineteen grand. Okay. Okay. So we're only missing you by ten. It's so only by a third. Um, go shop around. You'll find out. You might get twenty. We might give twenty. Nineteen twenty is the money on it. It's a good car, but I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, arguing with, with you is worse than arguing with my old lady. Listen to you, Matt. What the hell's going on? Well, you know, I gave it a shot. You never know. <laughs> ah. wow. Hey, Scott in Sacramento, you got the same problem, man. You want thirty-eight thousand for this rig? Oh, come on now! I mean, Don't let me in with that guy. MMR's thirty-four grand on this car. That's like the average auction pricing, this you got a nineteen hot rod AMG, a C class, which is cool. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. got sixty five thousand miles on it. Doesn't mm. have eleven. It doesn't have twenty two. It doesn't have thirty. It's sixty five. And you want thirty eight? No, you want forty. You want forty? <laughs> no, I already got offered thirty eight. I turned that down. Well, then you two but, two fools met. Two, two, Two fools met in a parking oh lot. God, for the love of God. One oh, fool for that. offering it, the other fool up. for turning it down. Why? For the love of God. What does that mean? Where did that come from? For the love of God. For the love of God! For the love of God! We need to ask the Reverend. <laughs> yeah, Reverend Charles. Where did that come from? Pray mm. for these people. For the love of God. You, you don't want... Now, now, John. Yes. You don't want to state something like that lightly, you no. know. For the did love he, of God. Did he curse me? Nah, you don't get cursed. People don't know their cars, like you do. You know, you know your cars. I know my cars. Now, when you look at cars, you look at value cars. Hey, a lot hey. of people have. You know, they ride their children to the amusement park in the cars. They go to Sonic and eat French fries with they love their old Charles lady. Charles is off. Next bit. Oh, we gotta go, Rev. Sorry. <laughs> well, see you, buddy. What I did wrong. <laughs> you went too hard on the slang words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't pray for you, brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, please <laughs> give peace to our brother John Wolf. He nervous all the time. He can't help it none. <laughs> can I say that? Uh, you can say that. Lord, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> G- Praise God. Gigi, I'm trying to play the middle of the road here. Praise you know what I'm God. doing. You can't. Right? He's not letting me. <laughs> no. Can you straighten him out? You can't. Can you straighten him out? Say the prayer, please. Dear Lord, mm-hmm. John Wolf come to you. I heard the sound of John Wolf's heart like the jingle jangle of lost change. He heard it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He need that change, Lord. 
please Get help me. change. Make a change. Try to do it before 9 a.m. on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus' sake, amen. 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 Jesus' sake, amen. Thank amen, you, everybody. Brother. Praise God. <laughs> Praise well, it being the Christmas season, everybody seems to have their hand out, John. I know you go to Starbucks. Yes. Are you getting this new thing they've got where you the barista has to ask you if you're going to tip them? Have you seen this? It's worse than that. It's worse? They hand you the credit card machine through the window. Right. You put your credit card in, and then it says, would you like to tip $1, $2, or $5? <laughs> yeah. Oh, none. There is a nun, but it's very small. Of course. And when you push it, it goes. Cheapo. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. I don't go to Starbucks, so I don't know. But I did read online that the baristas don't like it. It makes them uncomfortable. That makes them very. They just say it's awkward for the you know you have it right in front of them. So are you going to tip me or not? You handed me a cup of coffee. Gigi, I had a question for you. I was thinking mm-hmm. about this because I was going over music with my son, and we were talking about Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about rock and roll and how it's changed and this and that. Can you name five black rock and roll singers? Rock and roll singers? Yep. Yes, I can. Okay. Um, and I can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, hit me. I'm about to hit you. I'm you about thinking, to hit you, you hard, you thinking, too. You thinking you about it? You thinking about it? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Is, that, is he rock and roll? Ah, well, but I he... mean, he's music. Mm-mm. Yeah, but this is rock and roll. But but ah, yeah. but there are there songs. Master Blaster is that rock and roll? That's the one. That okay keep okay. On, what about on, Prince? Keep it. Uh, Prince is definitely rock and roll. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz. God yeah. Almighty, is he yeah. rock and roll? He's the best. There's two. What about? Did you say so? Singers or players? Singers. I think a slash. Singers. Okay, uh, never mind. But slash. What about no. Phil Lynott? That is the Thin Lizzy Man. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, see? Jimi Hendrix. Uh, is that in rock and roll? I don't know what is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Howling Wolf and Little Richard? That's questionable. I was going to say Little Richard. Why would Little Richard be questionable? Little Richard handy? You know, Little well, Richard could do it. I got three in, in my head. Who? Who? Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, Sam Cooke. The Blues Blues. Chuck Berry and Little Richard. Chuck Berry's not rock and roll. What? That is. Yes, I think Chuck, Chuck Berry is, is rock and roll, but maybe not Fats Domino. Maybe not no. Fats. So think about this: in an era of more is segregation, the right word, there were more rock and roll singers than there are today. Mm-hmm. That's odd. Absolutely. I don't think you can segregate music. It's just good or it's not. I know it, but but like. You've heard the race records and the DJs not wanting to play them back in the days. You watched the? Did you ever watch Chess Records? No, I've never oh seen it. Oh my God! Know. What a wonderful movie! I'll if you're a mu- if you're a music head and you've not watched Chess Records, you've not lived a full life. So this guy out of Detroit goes and grabs these people that are at the blues bars. Um, what's her name? Etta James. Etta James. Ooh, yeah. I love her. Howling Wolf. Mm-hmm. Little Richard. And he took that blues sound and brought it to mainstream America as quote unquote rock and roll. Howling Wolf, is he rock and roll? Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say yes. I mean, it has its origins and its roots in rock and roll. So, yeah, it does. But its origins and its roots are in soul and RB. Blues, 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 blues. And the blues. Rolling Stones mm-hmm. took their music, that soul, that blues rock and roll. And they created their sound. And in Chess Records, it shows when the Rolling Stones came by the Chess studio 
to watch what's going on because they wanted a copy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sam Phillips, Sun Records. He said we'd take some blues and we'd take some, some country, mm-hmm. put it together, and that's American rock and roll. Elvis. This song is in Chess Records, and this is probably the highlight moment in the studio of oh, yeah. that movie. Oh, yeah. It's a great song. It is a great song. If you guys don't know who Howling Wolf is, look it up. This song's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want to make that sound today. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'd say Lenny Kravitz is the most mainstream, popular household name, African-American rock and roller in the past 30 years. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, well, who has there been since him? Well, Jimmy was the climax of what, uh, of what I'm trying to categorize. Right. Jimi Hendrix, he died so young. Who has there been since him? Black Pumas. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, cult of personality and living color. Yeah, yes. living color, yes. I was say. Black yeah, Pumas. but no, Lenny Kravitz was after living That's color. That's what brought up yeah. the conversation with my son yeah. is we were listening to Cult of Personality. Yeah. I said, th- and I said, we're in his truck, we're driving. Do you, I don't know if you have it, but um, he's jamming to this song. I said, sophomore year, high school, this is the song. Th- this song came out my sophomore year of high school. I said, did you know that this is an entirely black band? He said, no, it doesn't sound like it. And that's what got us talking. He's like, who else is African-American that's rock and rollers? And all I could do is go backwards. There was nothing new. Okay, but wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Did you know the average white band is white? <laughs> uh, for real, if you listen to the music, you don't know, right? Right. The average white band is awesome. And Bobby Caldwell. Right. Where did he come from? Yep, so it happens. Who was? What happened to these guys after this hit? Anything? Nothing, yeah. They just uh, didn't have any more radio play. Right. They jammed. Let's go out with this. We'll be yep. back in a minute. My name's John Clay Wolf. Black Rock and Roll Official History Month. We just made it start right now. Bear back. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for The John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker out. <laughs> <laughs>